This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 589, for the week of Sunday, October 6th, 2019. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. My name is Steve. My name is Alex. And on today's show, we have, he is a very special guest. He is the translator for One Piece and Shonen Jump and Manga Plus. Stephen Paul's with us. How's it going, Stephen? Hi, going well. That's good to hear. Uh, we also have two guests from the My Hero Academia podcast. Uh, first, we have Sophie with us. How's it going, Sophie? Hello. Thank you so much for having us on this week. Thank you for coming on. I know it's also a completely different time where you are, so <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. It is 10 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be up late. Like in the morning? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just coming off night shifts, night shifts anyway, so I would be awake at this time. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Like that. Well, yeah. when this podcast wraps up, this the sun will be rising. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that. Uh, to be fair, it also does one for us here. Uh, we also have from the same My Hero Academia podcast, we have Kendra with us. How's it going to Kendra? I am doing good. Uh, I'm the Jinbei person on Twitter. <laughs> I love Perfect. Kendra, so. You saved me a question. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So, uh, you know... Yeah, Oda yeah, you're the promised. reason that we uh you're the reason that fish uncle exists, I guess. No, I think it's actually it might have been from Sam. I, I think because I was trying to figure it out, because I think I heard it somewhere else. It might have been Sam, and then I kind of started using it a lot. I don't know. Oh, cool, cool. I didn't realize we originated that term. <laughs> we talk yeah, a lot. I, we have a lot of <laughs> <many emails. laughs> say a lot of stuff. I would need to go back and listen because I tried searching it one time to try to see what I first used it, but I don't know. That's the a, etymology of fish we, uncle. Should, we should do a podcast episode on the origins of fish uncle i think it deserves one. <laughs> yes we need to find him we might as well find it yes so i was gonna say <laughs> oda promised to have jimbei on when you were on but uh the next best thing steve got a giant jimbei figure i right know this week <gasps> right well yeah i'm collecting those those one piece figure arts ones of all the figures uh, you know based off the volume 64 cover and yeah, the gym, the Jimbei box is like the size of my head. So. <laughs> oh, I, I ordered that one, so I'm waiting on it. It's huge. Oh it's, shit! I, I where, where am I? Yeah, where am I gonna put these things? I don't know. But <laughs> you carry him around they're, with they're, you, Steve. <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna uh, wear the box on my head. Last but not least, we also have our official artist Maddie with us. How's it going, Maddie? It is going really good. I good. Am- I am Usopp's gallery official now. Yeah, well, you just spoiled the surprise. Um, For anyone who picked up volume 94, please turn to the back because you will see, Maddie, your image got in. You want to tell us the story about this? Yeah, so uh, while I was living in Japan, I wanted to send in an SBS question, and I did. And I was just like, oh, like I had some of my leftover One Piece postcards from my Patreon. So I was just like, oh, I'll send it on one of my One Piece postcards. And then a couple of days ago, I just I got a DM from one of my friends. She was like, oh, my God, you submitted art to Usopp's gallery. And I was like, no. And uh, yeah, so I guess they had decided to not answer my SBS question, but they printed my postcard in the back, which is really, really cool. So I think we have to ask Maddie, what was your SBS question? Um, so my SBS question was, uh, it was like, so it, it said like, okay, so sometimes 
like usually Sanji has leg hair, but sometimes he's drawn without it. Is this because it burns off when he uses Diablo Jamba? And and this this joke went a lot better with my the name I used because I used the name Sanji's leg hair number one fan. Um, so now I am forever immortalized <laughs> under that name in Usopp's gallery with no context. <laughs> and it also says it also says I'm from Fukui, so that's uh, <laughs> that's that's who I am forever. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Uh, I was going to say that the uh, this is sort of uh, in, this is sort of similar circumstances to Sanji's bounty poster, where it's, it's oh yeah, a completely wrong thing. Uh, I was yeah. trying to think if would that fit in a display name? Uh, possibly in Japanese, probably. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was wasn't a ton of characters, and now they allow you to do like you know, like a ton. Yeah. Um, it's good trans. It's a good transition though because this week uh, was the release of Volume ninety four, along with Doors three, and there was one other release, wasn't there? Or am I making one up? Uh, well, there was the uh, Color Walk Compendium number two yes, in English, Water yes. Seven to Paramount War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I read through so, that uh, yesterday. That was that was that's a it's a great book right there. Yeah, a hundred. It probably one of the. I, I think we always said color walks are worth your money. So three mm-hmm. in one, that's you know definitely worth your money. It's worth yeah. three times um, the money that it that you have to pay. I, and I, I'm sure you have uh, more news about our uh, contest regarding that. But um, just in terms of a general uh, pitch, because I honestly I did not see a lot of discussion about it at all. Uh, after it came out, which is unfortunate. Like I was expecting to see, you know, people excited about getting their copies. And I looked and there was like maybe 12 comments over three different threads on Reddit or something like that. Uh, not a lot of, of buzz about it, which uh, is unfortunate because um, even the uh, the first Color Walk compendium, which was uh, Color Walks 1 through 3, uh, the, the first two had been put out in English years and years ago. Um, by Viz. In fact, the second, the interview in the second Color Walk was the very first thing that I did uh, One Piece related for Viz um, before we uh, started uh, doing it week to week. Mm-hmm. And um, so really only the third Color Walk was brand new in English for that one. But this one, it's, you know, four, five, and six. None of these have been available uh, officially in English before. So you have three whole, uh, you know, lengthy author interviews with, um, you know, people that uh, Oda finds very fascinating and has a lot of uh, stuff to talk about with them. And, um, you know, 300 plus pages of art and, um, uh, you know, super big sized and fantastic quality, you know, everything you would want from a uh, like a coffee table art book uh, with uh, one piece stuff. And, you know, you could you could argue that this is probably represents the artistic peak of one piece, uh, the, uh, you know, volume 30 to volume 60 period. So uh, some great stuff in there. So if you're at all interested, please go and check it out because it is definitely worth the, uh, the price. Absolutely. You should also check out the interviews with Takashi Yanase and Tayo Matsumoto. I thought were very good. Uh, there's also one there with, with the, the puppeteer. puppeteer. Yeah. yeah. But the, the first two, very good, especially the one with, um, with Yanase. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. the creator of uh, Anpanman. Anpanman, yeah. Uh, Stephen, you also did huge. some translation from Viver cards yesterday. <laughs> I want to talk. Yeah. I think we should talk about that. Oh, There's so okay. many other. Things, I wasn't expecting. But okay. 
Uh, yeah, I had some fun with uh, the Viver cards because I finally uh, unpacked all of mine uh, despite the glue uh, fighting against me. And uh, to commemorate finishing that, I did some. Um, I had some fun on Twitter with uh, some of Oda's randomly named background characters. Where uh, I think I think those all came from one of maybe it was uh, Data Book Blue Deep. I want to say was where most of those came from. Uh, where he, you know, basically just like as uh, you know, miscellaneous characters. Um, he gave names and like very brief profiles to a bunch of just kind of random people that you see in one or two panels uh, in various uh, scenes. A lot of people from Impel Down, as it happened. And um, they all have really ridiculous, like sort of mad magazine type names uh, that are just like very thinly disguised uh, wordplay. And so I, uh, in Japanese, of course, and so I took it upon myself to pick out about a dozen of them and uh, give them English versions of those names. Uh, and so, yeah, I made a thread on Twitter um, and uh, got it, it made the rounds, I think. So, um, yeah, you can check out my Twitter for that. Cool. Uh, so, in addition to that, um, I want to say we are holding a contest uh, to give away some of the Color Wall Compendium Volume 2s, which, again, super cool. Plus, we'll be giving away a lot of other One Piece podcast-related stuff. Um, I'll say the Color Walk uh, compendium will only be given to people in the United States and Canada. Um, but for everyone else, um, I'll hopefully have uh, other stuff to give you for any winners. So this is the contest. I, I made it too complicated, I realized. So um, the full rules will be out on Tuesday, which is when this should be out. Um, and the, all you have to do is stump the One Piece podcast. Send us a trivia question that none of us could answer, and that, and if none of us could answer it, you will have a chance to win um, Color Walk 2. Now, if none of us are able to answer a lot of questions, that doesn't mean you're all winning Color Walk 2, <laughs> but uh, Color Walk Compendium 2, but um, at, at least it puts you in the running there. Um, so, and I'll have ways to do tiebreakers there. Uh, in addition, uh, there is no chapter next week, and we talked a little bit about Volume 94. That's what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, so the entire episode will be devoted about Maddie's image that she sent to Usopp's gallery. And also the SBS questions, um, which uh, looked really interesting from what I saw. Um, there's some new of the uh, who, how old do people look at this age and, and all that. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Yeah, that's been the new thing. Instead of what did they look like as children, now it's what did they, what will they look like as as old people? Um, so there's that as well. Um, and the other big news of the week, um, though this time from New York Comic Con, is that the Ace Light novel is coming out. And I was shocked to hear this, uh, Stephen. I'm assuming you worked on that. Uh, yes, I have known about this for. Gosh, probably close to a year now, because um, we we were kicking it around. Us. And if you did tell I us, I forgot. <laughs> I didn't tell you. Um, and uh, yeah, so this uh, uh, the there's actually two of them. I don't know what the uh, final plans are. Uh, the first one is kind of short. The second one is is slightly longer. Um, and so I like at least compared to what I'm used to translating in terms of light novels. Uh, they're they're both shorter than uh, significantly shorter than that. So um, I, I was like wondering maybe they're gonna 
combine them into one book, but I actually think that's probably unlikely because they're actually written by two different people, and that always tends to uh, complicate like the you know the business stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, there's two uh, light novels for Ace. One is taken from the uh, first three issues of the One Piece magazine um, when they uh, they first did that. What was that? 2017, I want to say. And uh, the second one was uh, written kind of from scratch uh, by uh, another author. And uh, so, yeah, they kind of go into like the backstory of Ace's, uh, you know, pirate crew, like his spade pirates, how he formed them, kind of gives you some sketches of some of the uh, characters that he had uh, on those crews before uh, going under Whitebeard's uh, banner and kind of how that stuff sort of happened. So, uh, yeah, you get a, a good you know, look at some of this backstory for Ace, which obviously, you know, his his time has kind of come and gone. So uh, this is a chance to uh, find out some more stuff about that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming out. I, um, I've i actually, I'm done with the first one. I'm working on the second one now. So um, it's, uh, I'm right in the middle of it. And uh, uh, yeah, I think all we know right now is uh, 2020, probably spring 2020, I think is what they might've said. Um, so cool. yeah, look forward to more details about that. I forgot there were two. Um... Yeah, so the last, last bit of news or announcements is that One Piece Stampede is coming out soon. Um, and we here at the One Piece Podcast will be seeing it at several different screenings. Um, so I'll just go around uh, and we could talk about the screenings each of us will be at. I'll, I'll start. Um, I'm going to be at the AMC Empire uh, in Times Square to see the sub on Thursday, October 24th at 7 p.m. Um uh ed where will you be i'll be at the south barrington amc on thursday uh, 24th and saturday uh for those showings there uh steve we'll be be we will be at the uh sub screening on october 24th that's a thursday night 7 p.m at the burbank 16 and also be seeing the dub in Universal City on Saturday the 26th at 7 p.m. And Alex? I will be seeing the subbed version of it on October 24th. That's a Thursday at the Georgetown AMC at 7 o'clock. And I will be seeing the dubbed version that Saturday, the 26th of October, at 1 o'clock at the Rockville Regal. So uh, it's out from the 24th through the 31st. I hope you each bought tickets for each of those days. Uh, Everyone out there, um, I'm looking forward to this. This will be fun. I think this will be a really fun movie to see in theaters from what I hear. I think uh, the way Greg described it, right, was like it's an awesome DBZ movie. Um, um, from the 90s. Characters. From the 90s? Well, that's even mm-hmm. better, um, in my opinion. Uh, but right? it kind of sucks because, or sorry, uh, in yeah. Canada, they cut back on the amount of showings so much. Like, in my city, I have to go, like, an hour and a half to get to where it is. And I'm like, Jeez. no. At least you have showings. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Poor Sophie. It'll come to you, the UK. It, like, it'll definitely come. Yeah, it'll definitely come to the UK at some point, too. Um, I mean, they've been coming out at... I mean, they've come out in a lot of other countries already. Uh, so, you guys ready to get started? Sure. You mm-hmm.
This is the manga recap for chapter 958, The Promised Port. You could uh, read this chapter on shonenjump.viz.com or mangaplus.shueisha.co.jp the same time it comes out in Japan for free legally. Again, that's Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so, uh, Ed, what's going on in the fr front page here? So, this is Gangbedge's Oh My Family, Volume 8. Your sisters, Lola, went to Dress Rosa a few days ago. Uh, this fellow with a guitar, who I don't think we've ever seen before. Well, he was in just... the last cover page. Steven, what kind of name can we give this man with the guitar? <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. Guitar, uh, guitar he's, man? His name is Harbor Buskins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but yeah, uh, everyone is, everyone has shock face. And, oh, uh, 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 Beige is fantastic. Uh, and uh, I think he's saying yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think even Pez is shocked. Yeah, yeah, Pez, Pez is great as well. But uh, it's like his father; he doesn't drop his pacifier, and his father doesn't drop his cigar. So, you know, um, is that a banjo or is it a guitar? Looks like a guitar, or is, like a Spanish. Or is it a mandolin? <laughs> I'm more shocked. It's a mandolin guitar. <laughs> it, has, it has it has six strings, so it's a guitar. Oh yeah, and a mandolin looks very different. <laughs> I'm more shocked that this guy says Lola went to Dress Rosa as though like this whole island wasn't just called Dress Rosa. Like, yeah, that, that was a little that confusing kind of threw me yeah. for a loop. Yeah, yeah. That's well, kind of like how like Alabasta is not the name of the island it's on. It's is just it? a kingdom. Yeah. No. Does the island have a name? Yeah, they... I forget. Yeah, but, Alabasta, um... you mean? Yeah. Is the harbor like an embassy where it's like its own separate <laughs> sovereign land? It doesn't count as Dressrosa. <laughs> I'm the mayor of this here harbor. They call me uh, uh, whatever, whatever the name was. Earlier, Steven. <laughs> yeah, whatever you said earlier. Banjo Joe. Um <laughs> Whatever it might be. Uh, I think the island is Alabasta, and there are towns uh, in Alabasta. I'm, I might be wrong, but there's like Alubarna and all of those, but I think it's yeah. still one island. It's just an enormous island. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on what has so far been one of my favorite um, cover stories in a while? Mostly just because it's it has get my better, favorite too. family. Yeah. <laughs> what a great family. <laughs> It does look like last week. I think we had the question mark with the like gang beige skull, oh, yeah. and now we have exclamation point, which is cute. <laughs> it is. Um, all right, we should get right into uh, into the story. Uh, what what's going on on the first page of the manga, Ed? So at uh, not long before the world entered the great age of piracy, and uh, close in on a ship with a big egg on it. Who could that be? Anyway, uh, well, now we know yeah, the well, egg was not some weird thing that he drew in. Yeah. It is there. That is definitely <laughs> an egg. Oh, man. Or so happy egg the egg's there. What, what, what is it? Why? Good yeah. Good question. It's <laughs> a good uh, egg. Maybe that's the name. Oh, no. We know the name of the ship. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gold Roger here, and I am captain of the big egg. The good, whatever. <laughs> the big egg by. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm gold the, the egg. Good egg. The good egg. <laughs> I'm the egg man. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what hatches out of it. Oh, maybe that's Baron Tamago uh, in his original form. Hey, maybe we could get past the second panel. Just a big mom. 
<laughs> so the okay, voice says, fine. I'm glad that I came with you, Roger. And it becomes clear this is Kozuki Odin as <laughs> Roger showing some personality. Uh, big drunk, <laughs> big drunk cheeks. And he's very excited. He says, what are you saying, Odin? We're the ones who are grateful for you. And uh, Crocus is in the background yelling at Roger, you've had too much to drink. Slow down. <laughs> and uh, they butt heads like, I'm not going to take some advice from an alcoholic doctor. And they, uh, you know, they gonk. <laughs> gonk heads together and uh not really paying attention any attention you're paying them any mind as they fight in the background so yeah i really... love i love that <laughs> so anyway you, you that know, is the what? most that is the most looney tunes fight happening in the background and everyone's like <laughs> very yeah, strong beat, beat him up crocus <laughs> <Take Yeah. him. laughs> uh buggy and shanks they're so they're so cute at that <laughs> age look at that uh, Buggy's uh, even I don't being know, Buggy's cute. Helpful. Buggy's there. <laughs> like, come yeah. on, no, like he's not even being selfish. It's great. I'll, I'll lend you a hand if you need it, Odin. And uh, Shank says, "Don't be an idiot. You'd only drag him down." Seriously, Odin, if you want me to help you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm the shit. Uh, so he, well, to be he fair, says, he is. <laughs> Odin says, "Really, Red Taro, Buggy Jiro, I thank you." <laughs> but this is something that we of the Kozuki clan must solve on our own. And uh, Buggy, who gets the symbolism, he says, why do I have to be Jiro? That means second son. Uh, first Buggy's like, I know Japanese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently. I'm surprised Buggy didn't think Red Taro was him at first, just because, like, yeah. I guess he doesn't have the nose complex <laughs> yet. That's true. Uh, so Odin continues, I've always had my reservations about why the land of Wano must keep its borders closed. I can't leave the country behind and come back and demand, make me the Shogun. I will find a way to pass this will on. And, and we don't we see him. He's in the shadow the whole time. No, no, no. We got a confirmation here that Odin has the silhouette, silhouette fruit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we still don't see him. Uh, uh, so I, I am I'm thankful uh, uh, that Oda included that one guy with the ponytail and sunglasses on Roger's crew. So mm. bad bad theorizers could stop using that guy's image as, is this Odin? <laughs> i love the uh i love the drawing uh the way that he drew roger too like it feels like such a one piece year one uh like sort of caricatured with the huge mouth and uh just kind of bugged out eyes like it's it's a very demonstrative uh you know very youthful uh mm-hmm. looking drawing I, like, I like you've it. never seen a dragon look like that no now now roger does and we have seen Roger like that. So I, I mean the I mean the reason I like this in particular is that we don't really get to ever see Roger have a personality, even though we hear he has one all the time. So that was I think that was super cool. And that crocus in him, you know. Anyway, uh Sophie, continue. Roger's gotta be pretty drunk if he's blushing at the end of his nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, and then we can see on the next page at the top more of Odin's, uh, more of his silhouette. And he is a really slender man. Um, and he's saying, I shall work with my excellent vassals that I left back home to open the land of Wano and wait for a future in 20 years from now. Um, and then the crew saying, let's do it, Odin. We shall, Roger. And in the background, we can still someone hear them saying, hurrah. So I wonder if they're like, this scuffle is still going on. Um, no. Yeah, I, I I feel like they're probably just like, yeah, let's do it. But they might, <laughs> they're really in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the box is saying, and then 25 years passed. Now we skip to Wano, Act 3. 
Uh, and there's lots of different musicians now rather than just the one. This is Hakume Haboport. And so we have these are taiko drums, right? And yeah. I forget what you can tell exactly. we, played, we, we played these at the arcade on our first night in Japan. Oh, mm -hmm. God. These exact <laughs> you ones. Do you remember? These exact ones. Yeah, you can tell because they're, they're hitting the rims. They're doing the clack, 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 doo -doo doom, doom, clack, clack, clack. Yep. That was a really fun game. Uh, I was just, as with all video games, not great at it. Although we did get to play One Piece themes on it, so that was cool. Um, but what t what's the name of the flute? Isn't there a name for the Japanese flute? Or um, I know there's a Shakuhachi. I'm not sure. I honestly don't Maybe know if that's, that's what that looks like or if he's just playing like a regular flute. Because it sure looks like a regular flute. Um, but and yeah, Abu Port looks cool. And is that the same Shamisen player that we've got at every act break? Or is that just one of the They don't players? see their face. Mm -hmm. I, I assume. Um, I think they're wearing the same thing. Uh, okay. I recognize that hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is interesting. I don't know. Um, this, you're fine. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel like this is the first time I think we've had more than one instrument introduced in act. Mm -hmm. um, maybe. Anyway, um, and also a da doom instead of a babang at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay. well, it's because they're it's because they're drumming. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, there are. <laughs> I like the big uh, musical note in like uh, kind of along with the doom. It's like yeah, the musical. Yeah. Part. I guess because it is the drums. Yeah, makes sense. I and didn't think of that. So, mm -hmm. And sorry, it's uh, me now, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and okay, I'm gonna try to do an annoying voice for him. What a fine day! The weather itself is celebrating me! It's perfect weather for a feast! And then he kind of has fangirls, or I think it's the crowd yelling at him, Well done, Shogun Orochi! Uh, and his name escapes me, but we get a Thumb Man or Raspberry. I don't know. Raspberry. I like Raspberry. That's not yes. his real name. It's, um,. No. What is it again, uh, Stephen? Oh, it's it's right on the tip of your tongue. I know you can do it, Zach. <laughs> oh, Fukurokuju. I googled it earlier, so I asked. Uh, okay, yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I totally knew that. If you just gave me one more second. No. <laughs> I'm a show off. No. Uh, and uh, we get some other people, and there's like a really hairy or really dirty guy. And like, have we seen these people before? Are they uh, ninjas? Yeah, these are He's, yes, these are all the ninjas, and the the guy in the background is definitely a Jizo statue. They're like little, <gasps> or made to look like uh, the statue, like the little stone statues that go outside of the shrines. He looks a little bit like the Burger Man from last week. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're, maybe they're part of the that... same species. <laughs> Someone escaped from Wado. Meatball, meatball Man and Burger Man. <laughs> Nice. Wasn't this the guy that we said kind of looked like the pumpkin guy from Simpsons? Oh, it is! I forgot! And Maddie even had that thing for... Oh my god. <laughs> I, I No, that was me. I drew that. Oh, you drew <laughs> that. Sorry. Sorry, Steve. Uh, me, the unofficial artist of the podcast. <laughs> the co-host and unofficial you artist. You can come join me as an official artist once you get a new Sops gallery. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Sick burn. Um, <laughs> Ooh. You win this round, Sanji's like hair number one fan. <laughs> Versus just Sanji's cool. So, uh, to be fair, Kendra. Yes, and I forget, did I read what Raspberry was saying? 
I don't know. No. Uh, no. Okay, and so he's going on, Kyoshiro will be watching over the capital this time. Enjoy yourself. He's, like, very laid back, apparently. And you bet, poor sucker, he doesn't get to join in the fun. I'm sure that will be relevant later. Uh, and uh, we get a really cool shot of all of the leaves and, like, they're setting out. Uh, this port is the largest in Wano. It features a massive wharf lined with maple leaves, where the ships depart through the stunning vermilion curtain of falling leaves, and then we kind of get the fan people again. Shogun Orochi! Have a good trip! Take care, my lord! I'm surprised people actually like him, but acting. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> everyone, everyone has someone that likes them for some reason. Yeah, uh, but he just wants more drink, and he's like, bring me sake! I'll drink to the sight of these maple leaves! I kind of lost the voice, I forget how it went. <laughs> uh, not until we meet Lord Kaido Shogun. Uh, R.I.P. like anyone who argues with him, because he tends to like to shoot people. Uh, and he's just like, who cares? He's drunk already! Uh, we've got a feast for 40,000 ahead! It'll be a lively one this year. Once a year, on the island of Onigashima... The two men who rule over Wano meet to hold a great feast for both their armies. And we see them setting sail, yak yakking away. Steven. And uh, meanwhile, in the flower capital, and here's a, um, you know, so like, like one of the guys at the festival whose job is to sort of uh, pump everyone up. And he is... Uh, he's sounding the, the drink signal. Um, drink and be merry. <laughs> Today is the fire festival in the capital. Uh, and so, yes, while uh, Orochi and his forces set off for their uh, their big feast, uh, it is also just a holiday back in the capital itself. The one time a year that drinks can flow freely, bring out the sake. So apparently they're on a, a sort of uh, um, a, a type of prohibition uh, for the rest of the year. And this is uh, this is the Bacchanalia time. Um, and there's a little kid who wants a candy apple. And uh, we get some scenes, random scenes of uh, revelry. Uh, there's a, a mom who is uh, calling to her teenage daughter to hurry up. It's already starting. And the poor girl's wow. like, no, I can't. I, I, my bangs, they're not sitting straight. Not, uh, not me really drunk <laughs> and uh, <laughs> turned into. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Nami. And Go gave ahead. some freckles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the main deal. Yeah, it looks that's like how you know yeah, it's not Nami. Got... Yeah. But I honestly did four. think it was Nami. I didn't think it was a child. I was like, it's not me just Same. like getting ready somewhere else. <laughs> That's what I thought too. And uh, we've got uh, what looks like a, a procession going here um, with uh, maybe, maybe that's what I can't, you know, you can't see the bottom. So I don't know if that's like a mobile uh, shrine, like the stuff that they carry around or if that's just kind of like in the town. square. I guess maybe it's in the town square, but uh, there's uh, musicians and they're, uh, playing the the shamisen and uh, the guy's got some looks like he's got some maracas or something mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they're dancing and then there's a lady who says oh wow the, the sky is so crystal clear I bet we'll see a full moon tonight no reason that I would mention <laughs> full moon is that the <laughs> oh yeah that's that's me if I were a woman and I were in one piece and I were in Wano but that is me yes, yes. And uh, the, the we get a, a full shot of the um, the people dancing. They got the fans. Uh, they are all kind of doing the like uh, you know go go around in a circle uh, type of dance. Looks like. And uh, the uh, Oda box says the seasons of Wano are separated in the extreme by region, and the daily weather is equally different by location. So the sky's complexion changes from place to place. 
And then we move from the flower capital just down a little bit to the southwest to Udon, where uh, the Tokage port is the gathering place for the battle. But here it looks like the uh, the the skies are stormy. There's a big uh, dark clouds and rain is coming down and lightning is crackling. Uh, and it looks pretty bad. And the skies are stormy because bad things are happening. Uh, so we get a shot with a big ba-bang and a da-doom um, of the waters around uh, Onigashima in the background and the seven samurai plus Shinobu and Momonosuke um, in the foreground uh, staring out into the distance at the uh, swirling waves. And we realize that since this is the gathering place, there probably should be gathered other warriors, but there are not. Uh, Shinobu is in tears here, saying, Master Kin, we can't do this tonight. And Momonosuke said, let's try another day, please, Kinemon. And Kinemon is just staring stoically at, at the sea here. And we get a shot of every other person here as well, uh, every other one of the samurais as well. Um, shit. Rizo. Rizo. I, I could totally t take the quiz at the end. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, <laughs> Rizo notices that there is not a single ship there. Uh, Dogstorm says, ah, so the cat didn't make it in time. Um, and, uh, uh oh, not Otaka. Okay, I know, I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, it says, but Udon was neutralized. I just want to note her amazing mask and get up there, which you could see on the right. Um, and was she, uh, yeah, was she, was she in full like samurai armor when we saw them marching across the land? Because I don't remember seeing that. I was like, wait, who's, oh, that's Okiku. She stopped to change. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, or did um, he make it for her? Because he can make outfits, right? Kinemon? Oh, yeah, he can. Yeah, but then nobody else is wearing them, so that's, yeah. I feel like that's probably hers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we have Kawamatsu saying, yet there wasn't a single person at the excavation camp. We have Kanjiro saying, where are our 4,000 soldiers? He is aghast. Um, and we have Shutenmaru saying, there are signs that this port was attacked. Um, Steve. And uh, the the smale uh, does not respond, or not so much the smale's not responding, but they're not getting anyone on the other side. And Kinemon says, we can't contact anyone. It's the evening on the day of the fire festival at Tokage Port. This is the promised port. It's like, why is no one here? So, Where is everybody? As uh, we zoom out and we just see these crazy... Very uh, Wano exclusive waves just crashing through the port as we just see uh, a little bit more destruction where um, these guys stand. And of course, like way deep in the background, it's just uh, a factory tower just uh, creating more and more smog and dark smoke into the air. Um, and we see a little more close up of the port. Uh, I believe it's still Kinemon saying, like, what in the world happened in just the span of a single day as we just see more wreckage uh, in the harbor? But then we go back to the uh, flower capital. Uh, 
And he's just like, has something happened to everyone as uh, we see the festivities uh, begin as uh, a bunch of townspeople are uh, carrying, uh, what would it be like a float, I would say? Like a, a shrine. Float. Portable shrine. shrine. Portable shrine. I like, uh, the guy, sorry, I like the guy on the top of the shrine who's just like riding <laughs> it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a promoter. Um but these people are all having a good time, unbeknownst to uh, back over this port where, uh, you know, basically a hurricane looks like it hit. Um, and Conjuro now is desperately yelling into the smell. He says, Sir Luffy, where are you? Uh, Sir Hyogoro, please come in. Uh, Dogstorm's Musketeers, Sir Law? Uh, Jin, uh, <laughs> what's this? J- I Jinbei Mon. Um, <laughs> I thought too. I was like, is that what they think he's named? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we saw, saw that guy. He's one of the mob bosses, right? No, he's uh, no. one of the guys who they first met when they yes. came back from their twenty uh, years. I had to look him up because I was, I was, legit, I legit had no idea who this was. Hmm. Yes. Um. But yeah, that guy from Kibi. Um. <laughs> As he's yelling into the smell. So we are the vassals of Kozuki, uh, Kozuki Oden. We've come from 20 years in the past to carry out the wishes of our of our liege lord. The time has come for us to spend the lives that should have pe- uh, perished back then. And we're just seeing, uh, well, really like the original Kinemon crew are really uh, at like, they're very emotional. They're holding back. Oh, especially um, Kanjiro is... Uh, Holding back, uh, tears uh, biting at his lip, and uh, the others kind of just look on, and uh, almost in defeat. I mean, we don't quite know what uh, uh, what's her name is thinking because she has a mask on, but Okiku, 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 but uh, uh, desperate Alex. times. Call for masks. That's <laughs> true, actually, Alex. It's I, I would think so. Yeah, uh, Kinemon continues uh, his. His heartfelt plea, but our lives alone are not enough. The enemy numbers 40,000. We need more help, as he uh, as he yells into his smell. More help, he says, but he's cut off by uh, Ashura. He says, enough, Kinemon. Uh, Shinobu is beside herself, as is Momonosuke. He says, just look at the sea and the sky. The heavens have turned against us. There will be no help. And we get a da-doom from the, uh, from the ocean. Um, ocean view of the ruined port uh, and Kanjiro uh, surmises then then I can only assume something has happened to them um, we get a little word balloon then ellipses uh, everybody as everyone is silent but uh, alone alone uh, alone pupper uh, goes to scoop a, <laughs> uh, he's a good dog a boat out of the ocean he is a good dog He's a good boy. Uh, Dogstorm Dog mentions a uh, a small boat a small boat here that they can use. And Momonosuke is 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 still beside himself. What are you doing, Dogstorm? Stop this! As as uh, you know, it seems that as Dogstorm just lifts this <laughs> <laughs> effortlessly lifts a boat uh, out of out of uh, out of the port. Um, you know he's uh, everybody seems in disbelief. Um, but meanwhile, at Onigashima, the stomping and tromping of of uh, of uh, of Orochi continu- uh, begins 
uh, begins, and uh, as he's surrounded by by some uh, by some pleasures mm-hmm. or some gifters, uh, whichever, uh, we get a creepy close up into his <laughs> into his soulless eyes. It's creepy, Benny <laughs> Hill. And the narrator mentions Ed. Oh yes, the incident already happened the previous night. I didn't realize that's what you were doing, Alex. Yeah, I was like, what? (laughs) Sorry. Um, That's it for the chapter. Um, So the incident has already happened, but we haven't seen it. That's one of my favorite Um, endings ever. That's that's great. Uh, mm -hmm. That that, that panel. (laughs) Okay, is anyone like familiar with Watchmen? Because that's what it reminded me of. Oh, when Ozzy Mandis is like, ago. yeah, I already did it 30 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> uh, so thoughts on this chapter. Um, let's start with Steven this week. With me. Um, yeah, it was obviously, yes, it was a short uh, chapter. It was two pages shorter because uh, it's going to be off next week. And um, I think it felt even shorter than that because this was very much like a sort of mood setting chapter. We got a lot of like big uh, two page spreads that are just sort of establishing, uh, you know, kind of helping to establish where we are at the start of uh, Act Three with the, uh, you know, the ships leaving and then the the desolation uh, at the the promised port. So it uh, it felt very short um but it was I, th- I thought it was like a nice sort of mood setting um chapter in that sense which we don't necessarily get very often in one piece because mm-hmm. i think oda has a very like sort of maximalist uh style where he's like i want to just cram as much sort of stuff like you know whether that's information or entertainment or jokes or whatever the the case may be into every panel so um, it's not often that there's like a little bit of breathing room, uh, inside a, a chapter. So I did kind of appreciate that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the only other, really the only other thing that we, uh, get in this chapter, aside from the, you know, the very first scene, which I'll, I'll let someone else talk about if they want to, but, uh, is just kind of raising this question like, okay, so everyone was all ready to make their triumphant, uh, you know, uh, s- sailing forth with their giant fleet of ships that, uh, you know, Frankie was repairing. And then, you know, we're just faced with this huge mystery, which is like, wait, everything is ruined. Like what happened? Uh, and we know that something has gone wrong. And or is it? it, it <laughs> or is it? Yeah. Um, well, it certainly seems to uh, be kind of like like Oda is is very much kind of uh forcing you or or like begging you to kind of ask the question of like okay well is there you know is this like the uh is this whole thing about the the treachery like whatever Orochi's connection was that he was getting information from did that does that have something to do with this does uh, you know, is this Law's work? Is this Kyoshiro's work? Is this, uh, you know, some uh, Denjiro who we don't know who he is yet? Uh, what what does this mean? Um, and it definitely brings that up to the forefront. Um, but I don't know if we, you know, there, there isn't necessarily uh, a, a first choice, I guess I would say, as to uh, what you are expected to uh, to imagine because it's just kind of hard to wrap your mind around. Like, like why... How, how is it possible that everything has gone wrong like this? Like, wh- who attacked the port? Where are the ships? Where is everybody else? Where are all the people from the uh, the prison camp uh, in Udon? Uh, you know, it's um, 
it's a wholesale mystery, and um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to be hard to uh, to weigh. It's a very effective cliffhanger uh, for two weeks, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Sophie, what were your thoughts on the chapter? Um, I have a question. Do anyone yes. from the Straw Hat Alliance know that they knew about their plan? I don't think so. Not yeah. I mean, they certainly weren't. We knew. Yeah, they weren't acting like they knew that there was a a leak or a mole or whoever. So I mean, I think the reader. I mean, aside from the very end when we like find out that there was a leak, uh, the reader is like given a lot of hints. I mean, the fact that um, why can I never remember his name? Crescent Moon guy. <laughs> um, it's just him, Rizzo? but I can't Gary. remember. Gary. Gary. I'm going to call him Gary from now on. Mr. Gary Rizzo. Um, um, dude, I, I just named Crescent Moon Gary or Gally. <laughs> that's, that's a character. Oh, that is a character. You're right. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, no. Someone obviously told Jack that he was there and alive. So, and we discussed this in a previous episode. This is not my original idea. I don't want to take credit for that. Um, but yeah, there was obviously some sort of leak. Sorry, Sophie. I was just wondering, because the last panel, um, his eye, it's very a small thing, but where it says the doom as well, I was wondering if maybe someone from the Straw Hats knew that they knew and like foiled their foil. But, um, I'm only going off that, the drawing of his pupil. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked the chapter. I like any time when we get to see more of Roger. And I think that Buggy and Shanks were cute as well. I think it was Ed that said that. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I liked the chapter. It was a, it's kind of a build up for the next chapter, but I think it was done very well. Yeah. Uh, Kendra. Um, I liked the Roger thing. I guess I was like trying to figure out in my head. I was like, so... Uh, Crooks is with them, so Roger's dying. Because I think I, I was trying to figure out like how long oh, yeah. it was before he died, and I was like, I'm just wondering. Like, uh, Odin said twenty years, and his wife said twenty years. I was like, why are they all so obsessed with twenty years? Like, I don't know. It's like a, I, it's just like basically hyping up Odin, but I just want answers now. <laughs> um, and overall, like, I did like the chapter. I think like the cliffhanger was really good. And I think that I just really liked Kinmon's, like, dramatic speech and, like, him basically saying, like, he planned to die there because when he said, like, spend the lives that should have perished. And it's kind of a good counter, like, the all the, like, uh, Orochi, like, living it up and then we get, like, just the really downer stuff with them, I think is a really good counterpoint. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea where everybody is. I was kind of confused because I went back a few chapters and they were saying, like, oh, we're going to go on ahead and we'll meet up with, and I was kind of confused. I was like, aren't they supposed to get there first yeah. anyways? So I wonder if maybe. Well, I think, I think they meant mm -hmm. here at this port yeah. is where they were going to uh, meet. I don't know why they left a day early. Like, yeah. I don't know if that was, I think, if, I guess for plot purposes, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All the so straw like, hats I, are dead. <laughs> so I was just thinking the time, time fruit is still is in Wano now. And it's been there for 20 years. So I was like, maybe someone messed with time. <laughs> I don't mm. know. But pro probably not. I, so I, oh, I don't interesting, know. I, for, I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. But I kind of, like, I don't know. I, I just kind of thought of that because I was like, or because I was wondering if maybe, because he kept looking at the invitation because he didn't mention what time it was because they were focusing like, oh, it's the something past a snake or I don't know how they, there are some kind of different names for the hours. Mm -hmm. But 
who knows or i think me and sophie were talking before we started recording about like who can control the weather if it's not nami then like if, is there just some like sky wizards screwing with everybody well <laughs> big mom big mom is on onigashima but nami has zeus does she still Dad. have Zeus, or did he go back? Oh. I thought he went back. Mm. I don't yeah. think he went back yet. No, I don't think he went we, back yet. We haven't seen him go back. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I'm thinking of Prometheus, that, that he, he was watching yes. when Big Mom was in her child form. Olin. Uh, okay, all right, yeah, that's that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and Zeus Napoleon. is still with Nami. Kind of. Mm-hmm. But, okay. or Wano's just weird with weather. Because, like, it's the Grand Line. But overall, I really liked it. I really find, like, Okiku's, like, mask different changes really cool. Just because it makes her, like, a lot more badass. And, like, if everyone's not, like, they have more, like, the, like, casual samurai wear. But she's, like, actually ready for war. <laughs> the only other thing that we were talking about before that we didn't mention is that Zoro got lost and he's on the ships with everyone else. <laughs> he was following the sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Because you mentioned like it was kind of prohibition. Like, wasn't sake or no? Zoro was definitely drinking sake before, so he hasn't had no trouble finding. I guess he Zora did. Zoro doesn't like... follow any rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. ridiculous. Um, yeah. Any anything else, Kendra? Ah, uh, no. Overall, good. I'm. Sa- I'm just like part of me is like, what if Jinbei is gonna have some whales jump out of the water? Oh and like God. maybe Kawabatsu can also control different animals if he is a fishman. Like, but what we don't know what type of fishman he is, so maybe he can summon like actual kappas and like they'll help. <laughs> it'll be liter- It'll be literally like impel down, but with like a million kappas instead. Of- <laughs> just like they're really Whale there's sharks? like a mask. Sorry, there's like a mascot kappa in Japan. It's the scariest thing in the world. So I want yeah. Oda to draw them like that and not cute. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, the problem there, <laughs> yeah, the problem there is that kappa are river animals. So he would have to specifically, oh. he would have to summon like special sea kappas. I think. <laughs> no, no, no. But the but remember the waters in uh, Wano were kind of like a river because they had the koi <gasps> fish going up. Hmm? Hmm? Or they're like sea monkeys, so they're, they're dried up in his pockets, and he throws them in the water, and then they oh like. Oh my god! <laughs> and then they and then they just float away because they're like sea monkeys. Um. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, Maddie, do you want to share your thoughts on the chapter too? Oh, um, I don't, I don't know if I have anything else to add. I just like <laughs> I like the beginning a lot. With I think. Once now that we're like seeing more and more of Roger's cl- Roger's crew, I think uh, that's kind of headed toward wrapping up, at least in the sense of Oda, which means eight to ten more years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a it's a build up chapter, so it's just like oh, now we have to wait two weeks, <laughs> but it's exciting. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Alex. Yeah, um, yeah, cover story stuff is amazing. Keep keep it going, Oda. I love it. Uh, the Roger stuff was great. Uh, glad that um, he hasn't forgot about uh, ponytail Mick uh, sunglasses and um, and the egg. That's uh, I want to know what the fuck is in that egg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, one hour act three starts with a bang uh, or a bang rather. Uh, well, it actually starts yeah. with the doom. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, no, it starts with the Big Bang. Uh, oh, it starts with both. You know what? Screw it. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah so, let's just split the difference. <laughs> in canon, the entire last couple pages is entirely in black and white. Um, in my in my present light canon, uh, just because it looks, oh god, it looks so good. And uh, man, I want the anime to make that black and white. I just really, <laughs> I really do. It's it's. It just it just screams Kurosawa to me. Um, One thing I was kind of wondering for Rogers Crew, sorry to interrupt, is like I think there's three big sure. guys we've never seen before. I don't think. Yeah, and they all look alike. Yeah, I was thinking, are they brothers or something? You know what? They kind of they kind of they kind of look like uh, Condensa and uh, you know those cream based. Uh, oh yeah, mom children a little bit. Opera oh. <laughs> mom children. Yeah. <laughs> They're not big enough to be giants, though. They're just big no, they're humans. Not. They look like trolls. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Lord of the, the Rings trolls. Species? They're going to Yeah, from, from The Hobbit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I do wonder... Uh, oh, man, that one kind of... like It looks like a tribal tattoo on his head, looking mm-hmm. at him. Um, I don't know. I was thinking maybe he's from the uh, the Torino or whatever. that Torino Kingdom? That's the uh, uh, birdie, birdie Island? Yeah. Is that what... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, that or, or maybe, oh yeah, <laughs> mm. or maybe these guys. These guys are big enough to be impel down jailers as well. Uh, There's thought. three of nice. them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe perhaps more. But uh, but yeah, that's that's interesting. I guess you know, keep an eye on those on on those dudes um, <laughs> who who uh, may be dead already. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think that. I think that uh you know the the army uh the for you know the uh, the alliance army is I think they're already on Onigashima if you like I don't know. I mm. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking like law roomed them over there or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh. I'm uh I, I'm just trying to think of what, you know, what the possibilities could be because uh, Oda loves to uh, subvert our expectations here, and and this is basically you know when when you when you hit the bottom of of uh, when you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere to go but up, and at this point things seem hopeless for our uh, our Akazaya Nine. Well, it also so. gives him the element of surprise back. Mm-hmm. Yes, because, no, exactly. Yeah, the Emperor thought or the Shogun thought he had the jump on them, and uh, something obviously happened. He's got that psycho look in his last panel there. So he yeah. obviously thinks he got one over on them, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I do think that uh, I, I do think that the um, that our heroes will have the upper hand once again um, somehow. Uh, but this is I don't know. I thought this was a very dramatic last couple pages, a really cool development. Uh, I I um I saw I, Kendra. I saw your uh, your post about um uh, the drafts for the new volume cover and how uh, Oda should have left uh, Okiku's mask red, but I think yeah. that her cop- her Kabuto armor may be red. May save that Ooh. for her Kabuto armor. Looking That's at it. Like, I'm like, why does he keep giving her different masks? Like, shouldn't she just do the same thing again? Like, I, I maybe he's just trying to make, make up his mind for how he wants to do have her look. Um, I think it might Variety have something to do with Variety is the spice of life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it also may have something to do with her full her full head to toe armor as well. Mm-hmm. Just, it just might be different than her regular, um, you know, stepping out mask. It's her formal um, wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and as for, as for, you know, who leaked the information, uh, I, I mean, you know, I think, 
I think our guests will agree that it's none other than uh, Toru Haga Kure. So, uh, food for thought. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's the the invisible uh, my hero. Oh, Toba! Oh my God! Sorry, <laughs> I I was like yeah. I was trying to think of what Wano character it was. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm Making sorry. a my hero reference. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> She's transitioning. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yes, Invisigirl. She's crossed mangas. Yep. <laughs> That's that is truly the greatest quirk of all. Um, Steve. Ah, uh, hell, I don't know what else to really add at this point. Um, it's I guess it's one of those parts in, in like any story where oh things really have to go bad. Where they could start going good, and of course this makes things interesting. I sure as hell want to know what the hell happened. Um, well, definitely uh, these extra men that they were getting were definitely attacked. But I'm curious what's happened to Luffy and all of our other One Piece friends. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I guess like all the the fighting is gonna be on Onigashima, which I, I, I don't know if I quite realize. You know that was always the plan, but uh, but uh, yeah, I guess that's where a lot of the fighting's heading. Um, I think my favorite part of the chapter is probably Dog Storm taking like a small boat and just being like, "Yeah, come on, we got to keep doing this." Um, probably the best part of the chapter, and yeah, that's all I really have to say. Um, and also, yeah, cool to see a little bit more of uh, the Roger Pirates. Uh, fun stuff there, Ed. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, sort of an emotional chapter. I liked all those little character moments, all the character with the the seven samurai there. Um, there is so much else to add, but I did like the look at Roger, as you guys have all sort of talked about. And do want to know what's in the egg? But I was just focused on that last panel of uh, Orochi looking crazy, like uh, he's absolutely like he's enjoying himself so much. He thinks that he's probably already won. Like it's. <laughs> Oda doesn't usually draw characters looking crazy like that, I don't think. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's impressive. Anything else, Ed, or? No, no. I mean, you guys have pretty much covered it. It's a big crew today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton to add either, and I always have a ton to add. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'll start from the end and work the... Well... So the big thing, and you guys kind of hinted at it, is uh, there are two big, like, obvious hints dropped that I guess a a more, um, a reader who doesn't podcast about this every week might Mm. might have not immediately seen. Oh, moon. (laughs) (laughs) There's that one, which has more obvious connotations specifically with... um, For Dogstorm. Yeah. Well, not just Dogstorm, but remember, basically everyone from from Zoe is there. Basically, all the minks are there. Uh, the minks. Well, we don't know where they are right now. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're fine. Um, if there's anything, <laughs> I if there's anything I'm sure about is that everyone's okay. But I, I mean, obviously, you know, this for the same reason, like we knew everyone was okay after Kaido blasted his dragon breath at everyone. Um, I, I, I'm also pretty confident everyone's okay, but the big hint, um, that I'm really curious about is Kyoshiro, someone we have actually not really seen since the beginning of the second act, um, with the stuff with, uh, Komodosaki. Um, and so 
my crazy crackpot theory, and then I could get to less crackpot theories, uh, is because, Kendra, you like brought this into my mind, mm -hmm. I could totally see Kyoshiro being the one with that fruit, particularly Ooh. if he's Denjiro, having the time fruit would make a lot of sense because he was with Toki, Toko, mm -hmm. Toko. Toki? Toki, right? Toki oh, was Toko. his mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Toko, Toko is the, yeah. Um, so, you know, that would also explain maybe what happened um, to Hiori slash Komurasaki when she got slashed. Um, <gasps> like, I don't know if some time-related thing happened. I, it's, I, I, I'm very curious because everyone thought she was dead, so obviously they must have seen or had a body or something. I um, think Toki, she couldn't go back in time, though. So she I think could only go be... forward. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if that's... Oh. I, I, I mean, that I still still could be plausible, I guess. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but... Go I, the forward when thing... they, they've healed. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Um, the, the bigger question, I guess, is just like, uh, so obviously we know Kyoshiro is up to something in the capital. Um, the fact that this extremely obvious scene happens, especially where they say, poor sucker, he doesn't get to join us <laughs> in the fun, makes me think he's probably on our, you know, the side of the good guys, actually, mm -hmm. because that makes me think that he's going to wreak some sort of havoc in the capital because mm -hmm. what what's being hinted here is uh, uh he's he gets to be bored and he's there and he's but obviously he's going to do some sort of subterfuge uh where he is um i and I, who knows if it's for you know our heroes here or if it's for um his own purposes, but it, it, I think it's going to hurt, hurt the Shogun and his, um, his minions in some sort of way. Um, so, I mean, that's like the biggest thing, like I'm taking out of this chapter or the biggest mystery, but because even though I am super curious what happened to everyone, um, I am relatively confident that all the straw hats are alive, um, <laughs> and that they're okay. And I, I understand why that plot device happened, but I'm also not super worried about them. I'm just more curious as to what happened. Kyoshiro continues to be a... There was a big deal made about him in the first act, and uh, and then he kind of disappeared for a while, which I think is on purpose. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, he did show up once against Zoro briefly. Um, I forgot. Uh, right after... Um, the the a very important guy was killed. <laughs> His name... <laughs> Is escape Shimotsky, what is his mm -hmm. first name? Yasuye. Yasuye. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, that, I'm very curious about that. I really enjoyed this chapter a lot. Uh, seeing Roger, as I mentioned, was super cool. And I also agree with Alex. I hope that whole last scene is in black and white. Um, and, you know, makes me thankful that even if it's not, we get these panels in black and white. And it's the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> it's like the first mm -hmm. time we're... Um, I'd be happier if it's in black and white. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I think, like, I they were showing the map of Wano, and I just got really sad that they haven't done anything with the Mount Fuji counterpart. I just really want someone to climb it, even though it has, like, nothing to do with the story. I just wanted uh, to. Oh, it's, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, It'd yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome if somebody, uh, 
if somebody did like a moonsault on uh, from the top of that thing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, look, if this battle at the end is as big as it's promising to be, it might it would be really cool to see the battle literally span all of Wano. Like, you know, that's just me, you know, crackpot mm. out there. But like, well, we got to be up to even... see that last time in Hulkic Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Where they ran, but instead of being chased everywhere, it would just be cool to see the fight. I mean, I feel like did that even happen in? I guess in TBZ a little bit that you know that kind of thing happened. But um, yeah, yeah it would I just have be now. Cool. I have yeah. a. Uh... Now I've got this vision of of uh, Dragon Kaida wrapping himself around that thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like maybe that's I, where the final battle between him and Luffy will take place. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember an over the top. Um, don't they fight in front of like a volcano or something? Mm-hmm. I know that's not canon in any sense of the word, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it would be super cool to see to to see the kind of literally go around the entire. Uh, the entire country and in all the mm-hmm. different um, seasons. Um, and like anyway, Mount yeah. Mount Fuji is like a dormant volcano, so maybe it like erupts and like it changes Wano again because Wano was like made. We're pretty sure, so maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, we have no idea. I'm sure <laughs> there's I'm sure there's a history behind Wano and how it relates to the greater world there too, mm-hmm. which yeah, I guess we could talk about <laughs> at some point in the future. Um, any other thoughts? Steven, you had something too, right? Yeah, um, it's not really necessarily an important detail, especially because he kind of drew it small, but I did want to appreciate uh, Orochi's ship, which looks like a full-on like palatial barge. Uh, it's oh, like yeah. a full castle on top of a ship, um, which looks uh, pretty pretty sweet. It's got several layers, and then it's got the you know the big tower and everything. It's um, it's cool. I hope we see more of that, like in up close uh, in the future. It feels more like a ship you'd see in like um, the makeup. Yeah, it mission, actually, I feel like, but yeah, yeah it, it reminds me of um, I was watching like the Tommy, Tommy Galaxy and Night is Short Walk On Girl. Like, there's a kind of like canal, like fancy, like pleasure boat that floats down the canal in that movie. It reminds me of this. Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I want to say also, um, this chapter is super well timed because like fall foliage is hitting here and it's really cool to see yeah. in the manga too um yes aren't you californians all envious of zach's seasons <laughs> well you, you you could keep your foliage <laughs> i have to say that it's true it is bronze foliage <laughs> <laughs> i mean a uh, very quick aside that I hated fall when I was in a uh, school because it always just like ushered in like, ah, I gotta go back to school. But like, once you become an adult, it's a really fun. I like it. It's a, it's good weather and good. Uh, and it's a cool season, even though it lasts like two weeks. Um, but on, and Hakumai, it lasts forever. Uh, so any other final thoughts on the chapter? Otherwise let's move on. All right. This is the Piece Together segment where we take your questions, comments, theories, and discuss only the cream-based children of Big Mom. Uh, let's let's start with Ed. What's it called? Dispiece. Uh, Steven, I think we have one dispiece this week. And what is it? 
Yes, it comes from Narthon, who says, hmm, lots of characters have disappeared. What if someone has Kozuki Toki's fruit and has moved them all into the future? Jumping oh. through time would be a great way to make a sneak attack, right? Wow, what a coincidence. Yeah, we have... Kinda, did you write that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, nope. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's see. That's well. I think the the problem with that is I don't think it uh, it like it, you know by moving them to the future. I don't believe it actually physically moves them, right? Like it, it, they would just basically disappear and then reappear at whatever point in the future, right? That's so, what it seems like. That's what happened to Kinemon because like yeah. he doesn't hit, he lost like he doesn't have twenty years of memories of anything. Like just sort of popped out right. of the in the future. Right. So I don't think it's like, you know, it's not like they were in some, you know, magic like side dimension for whatever, 24 hours or whatever. And then they're just moving around and they move over to Onigashima. And then when the 24 hours is up, boom, they're in the future. You know, they've appeared again. So, I yeah, I don't think that that necessarily would work out logistically. Um I was going to joke earlier that uh, maybe uh, maybe Brulee put them all in the mirror world. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> But um, uh, no, I think she's still back in uh, Holgate Island. Uh, oh yeah, oh, that would be a really annoying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, uh, no, I, th- I, I, oh, I, I, yeah, I do think I do think that uh, you, based on this week, it does seem like uh, you know that the uh, the possibility of the uh, of the time time fruit still being around in some fashion uh, seems to be a popular one. So. Uh, unless Oda kind of disproves that, I feel like uh, that's always going to kind of lurk as a possibility for for some of the mysteries that he's throwing around like this. I completely forgot. We must have mentioned that in the past, but I completely forgot about that. So thanks, thanks Kendra, too, mm-hmm. for bringing that up because it completely left my mind. Uh, well, let's I go think- to emails. Oh, yeah, Kendra. Sorry. Sorry. I think, like, Wano, they don't really seem to know about Devil Fruit, so it could be, like, if no one looked for it, it could just be in the ruins. Or something so maybe like one of people might not think to eat it what well, is this starving apple doing here yeah uh, i'm not gonna eat it <laughs> i'm not eating a weird looking apple that's been on the ground for 20 years um next question um the first question from emails and as you know we have a very serious podcast here so i expect very serious questions from our listeners so this one says do you believe that once Big Mom used her awakened devil fruit ability so she could pull out all the souls of all the moms around the world, which would explain why we have never seen them? <laughs> well, really is the big mom. <laughs> She's the only mom left. Yeah. It's like the yeah. Highlander. How many so moms could a big mom mom? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That would have been an episode title. Um, <laughs> That, that's basically all we have for email. So I'm going to throw it right back to Steven on Reddit. Oh, again. All right. Sorry. Yeah, it's been uh, a very we have, quiet email. Uh, yeah. We've had, uh, we've got a bunch of questions on Reddit. Um, we'll start. This is a question that we, we've talked about before. We talked about it a little bit on the uh, the recap, but uh, Rowanowski says, Whoa, look at that egg on the Oro Jackson. It's huge. Can't believe I've missed it until now. What are some of your thoughts on what it is and where the crew may have picked it up on their final voyage? Bonus points for guesses as to where it is now. Oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. Mm, I know. Last week, I, I mentioned that. Yeah, the uh, that Morgan's is actually human, but that would be super funny if that was Morgan's in the egg. 
<laughs> he's a big bird. I mean, it could be from Elbaf or like a, oh, a giant little garden that place. That would have been perfect. Oh, I wish we didn't learn that stupid. Maybe the fever card's wrong. It's been wrong before, guys. Yeah. It's been wrong before. Oh. He stole the egg off of uh, Link's Awakening. That's what it is. It's the wind fish egg. It could egg. be it's big right. news, Morgans, because he's giant. He's a big. He's a big bird. It's not that big. He's a big bird. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of big news, Morgans, I am thinking about trying to cosplay as him, <laughs> but yes. let's, we'll see. Actually, well, Steve, you know, I feel Steve or Sam. <laughs> I'm thinking like the tallest Sa- people Sam I know. Is, Sam looks more like Big Bird than I do, so <laughs> yeah, he's very tall. I don't, I don't know how uh, he's going to take that. And, bo- and blonde. Yeah. Man, oh, he's, he's just blonde. Start oh, with yeah, he is bird. blonde. That's true. Yeah, he is blonde. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, I did mention the Torino Kingdom earlier, or the Birdie Kingdom, uh, and those guys might, you know, the face tattoos, I don't know, they could have some sort of resemblance to those guys, but maybe it was a gift from, from that island, one, one oh, of those yeah, big birds yeah. that Chopper was riding. Those big, ugly, ugly ones. That's creepy. right. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um, what's next? All right. Kikoxi says, I'm surprised you guys have somewhat of a lukewarm reaction regarding the bounties from the previous chapter. All right, here we go. This type of info (laughs) hyped the whole community, even reaching the top post of all time in the One Piece subreddit. Info dumps like these answer a lot of questions that lingered in the minds of longtime fans like myself since the start of the series. I myself don't usually get really hyped up, but 957 literally made me jump out of off of my seat screaming. In my opinion, (laughs) Chapter 957 is one of, if not the best chapter post time skip, and the majority of One Piece fans can agree to that. Do you wow. think this is on <laughs> par or better with the stuff that came out during uh, Reverie or Zoe? Also, what are the OPP's favorite moments pre and post time skip? Wow, that's a lot. There's a lot of questions. Uh, there. That's, a lot, yeah. that's a lot of questions. Uh, um, how can we start? I could first uh, start by saying no. <laughs> Steve, Steve and I actually I mean, spoke it. Yesterday, it's the, for it's the structure. <laughs> the structure of the chapter, without any of the straw hat characters in it, it sort of loses impact. Well, and I think with the bounties, because they were all jokes, like mm-hmm. the numbers were all jokes. Like I don't know, that kind of loosened. Like obviously, yeah, you know, Roger's bounty's cool because it has that limit. But like, they're you know, they were all like funny, and so it's like I don't know. Is this like a subs versus dubs thing? It's like if someone read this chapter, like this is great. Well, pff, well you don't know Japanese, so you didn't even get the original intentions. I, like I, I hope not, but I, I mean, I really like this this week's chapter, and I mean, frankly, with the emotion involved, I kind of liked it more. So, uh, yeah, that that's definitely yeah. true. I would say for us is that it's not a, a chapter that has any emotion or any hooks to the Straw Hats themselves, which is one of the reasons why it doesn't have the same kind of personal impact. Also, yeah, the, uh, like, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but <clears throat> as far as info dumps go, like, we've had some really great chapters that were info dumps. Like, when Garp reveals that, it, you know, reveal, when we first see Garp everything. and he reveals that he's Luffy, yeah, he reveals literally everything, like, at the end <laughs> of Water 7. Like, that's a really great info dump chapter. Uh, yeah, and that like, also, th- and that, Steve, Steve. Uh, that answered uh, like previous questions, like why Dragon saved Luffy in the first place at Logtown. It uh, like at least it was connected. I I, I didn't feel like s- so many of the reveals in last week's chapter kind of connected with anything currently going on in the story. I think it just branched off into more yeah you know side missions in One Piece. 
So I, probably, I have very, oh, go ahead, Sophie. Oh, I was just going to say it's probably more for people that are into like power levels in one piece and then they associated it with that and got so excited. Like, uh, but I, that's the thing. It's so flawed because that Usopp would be like one of the strongest characters in the series. Yeah. <laughs> well, I okay. Get, uh, I just, it bothers me a little just because it feels so endgamey. Like finding out Roger's bounty makes me feel like it's actually might stand a chance of ending in a few years. <laughs> So that worry, even though like it won't, I don't it's know. Trick, but it's it's like, tricking it you if that's what you're getting. <laughs> it won't end <laughs> yeah. in a few years. Yeah. At least five minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, more than that, probably. Um, I actually have some very strong, not opinions, but thoughts on this. Um, and I was talking with several people on both Twitter and I talked to Steve about this. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I was talking with Steve about this yesterday, too. Um, I actually did and have in the past gotten very excited for bounty reveals. Um, the first time we heard about Luffy's bounty when it was, uh, was his first one, 30, I think it 30, was 30 million. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that was great. The stuff particularly, I, I think the best bounty reveals um, might be my, I think my favorite bounty reveal, not the best um, was probably the one in Jaya just because the way like everyone else knows except Luffy at at certain points you know mm-hmm. like gets around town and it's like oh my god he's 100 million and Luffy doesn't know and he does that and it, it plays into the story really well with how he beats up Bellamy um or I should say just punches him in the face mm-hmm. um and then how Blackbeard is the one who shows it to him at the end of that that's really cool and Zoro's reaction there too and Sanji's reaction to Zoro how it kind of melds into the pl- plot. I liked the stuff at the end of Ennius Lobby, how that was done with Garp and just the finding out all the bounties after that. Um, and even with Bartolomeo having his Greg wall in his ship <laughs> was a very funny gag. Here's the even, problem. Hey, even, well, well I'm, I want to add to this. Even, yeah. even something so recent as last year when you find out that Luffy has the 1.5 billion bounty. Like, oh, that was great because that he was, misread he miscounts. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's, it's, it's such a, I don't know. It, it was this past, last week's chapter was almost anticlimactic in that, in that sense. Yeah. Like, so the big, the it big was, problem it was, was, it was almost a, yeah. I, I was just going to say the big problem was uh, Oda could have literally made this more interesting in any other way. It's my problem with it is not the bounties. My problem with it is not the info dump. My problem with it. And this is coming from a lawyer and a very boring person who likes spreadsheets, but my problem with it is that it's literally a PowerPoint presentation. That's my problem with it. He literally has a snail and he presses, it, it makes the sound effect. It's like click, 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 or, you know, like you would do in a slideshow. I know a lot of people have. Hey, Zach, you know, how do you like the feeling of being in a meeting, but the manga? <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Wasn't there, was it a Simpsons we're, we're, we're episode? Jobs. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, I guess if you're in school, it's more interesting. No, the thing is, it's just like a classroom of people we don't know and Sengoku talking. Like, it's literally presented in, I think, the most tedious way. And so, uh, you know, to, to write a good story, it's you show, don't tell. I think, actually, this chapter is a really good example of that. Um, in yeah. that nothing it's a, it's is a, telegraphed. It, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty rare case of where like you could literally like someone could tell you, all right, here's the text spoilers for this chapter. And you don't actually like there's nothing that 
happens in the the art itself like aside from maybe you know goofing around with the the background characters but like there would be no surprises once you saw the chapter because you can yeah. describe exactly what you see in text form like there's no there's no imagination left to uh you know to to engage yeah. with um in the way that all these other examples are that's my problem with it yeah, yeah. Uh, that's alex um, uh, yeah oh, oh i'm sorry alex uh, and yeah, I, all I wanted to say was that <clears throat> I had a very lengthy Twitter conversation with somebody about this last week. And honestly, to me, it's it's all a matter of it's it's subjective. You know, yeah. it's yeah. I'm I'm old and tired now. I, I don't <laughs> so really am I, to care. Be fair. <laughs> I, I don't really care about bounty numbers really uh, at this point. The Roger one is neat because, yeah, now there's a ceiling uh, that Luffy yeah. is obviously going to surpass. But mm-hmm. the like I am way more invested in in you know the emotional stuff in One Piece, the story, the you know how everything is going to eventually come together, the mysteries that are going to be unsolved. Uh, bounties, I don't think factor into those mysteries really at all. Like I, the the bounty of Roger has never been presented by Oda as like a super secret mystery or anything like that. Yeah. So, so why should I, I don't know, why should I be super excited about that other than just, uh, you know, being curious about it? Like, I'm sure everybody's curious. It's definitely cool. And it's, and it's neat information that is going to be in a Viva card at some point. Cool. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, it's not going to change my life. (laughs) It's going to make great merch. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of funny though. Roger turned himself in. Does he get his own bounty? Uh, <laughs> very I mean, good question. Oh yeah, question. yeah. Actually, like he's we, were, we were talking chips. about this. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this on Twitter, right? Like, who? It's a lot of. I mean, like, what's the what's the world? What's like? Sure, it's called the World Economic Journal, the paper, right? But what about what? What's the deal with the world economy? What's the economy like? <laughs> I was gonna these, say. These are the, I, think, I, was I think the government you. was like, "Phew, good thing we don't have to pay that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, Sophie, go. Oh, I was just going to say, you all think you're boring. When I read the bounties last week, I then started thinking, what did the impact of the pirate, the the new pirate age, have on the economy? What's the inflation rate? Is the bounty <laughs> then the same as the inflation? The like, bounties would be now. How's it oh. been affected? Oh That's shit! We're all, We're all adults. We're all adults. No, so I use um, my barometer, and I think I discussed this with Steve too. But my barometer for One Piece is I have a friend in my office who, you know, just, he's this very casual anime manga fan who, like, to the point where he was only watching the anime and I introduced him to Shonen Jump in the manga and then he caught up right away and was like, this is awesome, thank you. He said, after the previous chapter, the one where the Seven Warlords disbanded, I was super excited and I decided, okay, I'm going to read it Sunday night, the second it comes out. And, man, this chapter was really boring, is what he said. And I'm like, okay, it wasn't just me. I feel, I feel okay about that. Um... Yeah, but and he's younger than me, so there's that too. Um, now, I, and I, I'm going to say what Alex said. Like, I also completely understand why this was exciting for people. So I don't want to, yeah. yeah, I don't want to rain on a parade. Um, that's not this what I'm us. trying we're, to do. We're old and 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 lame. Crusty. So, uh, like, yeah. we're not like. <laughs> don't listen to us. <laughs> yeah. I'm young and bad at reading numbers, so it means. <laughs> Uh, we were on we were on forums all day in 2005. I ain't got time for that shit no more. Yeah, to be I fair, say, I, we were doing that back then. Yeah, 
I, I'll say this so. though. Uh, the weird what uh, Alex said. Uh, it is subjective. You know, you there's no right or wrong way of enjoying the series. But I will just say this: when I read the first chapter of One Piece and showed in Jump, and I was introduced to Gold Roger, the King of the Pirates, the first thought that came to my head was not, "Boy, I wonder what his bounty was." <laughs> Well, I, I, okay. I, 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 I didn't need to know. It was just like he was king of the pirates. I was like, oh, he must have been a big fucking deal. That's all I, I, I mean, need to know. You, you, I, th- you I actually, I actually think bounties are cool, but I think that what's important is how they're presented and the emotional reason behind them. Roger and Whitebeard's bounty were literally just anyway. Here they are, and they're both <laughs> dead anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Um, like I understand Rogers has impact to the story, but it's like. Such a, I know the toy animation needed a uh, merchandise, a better merchandise. So here it is. Um, yeah, that's anyway, Steven, I, we should I, probably move on. Yeah. Actually a fan of the show. Joe is in Japan this week and she oh, was yeah. at the Tokyo tower shop. And uh, I didn't see that they had any new uh, bounty merchandise just yet. Uh, yeah, I it think literally that came fast. out. Yeah. That, that would be, unbelievable. <laughs> hey, I mean, you'd be surprised. Uh, but the uh, the second part of the question was what what our favorite post time skip moments were. Mm. Yeah, you could was that do it? that. Um, like, We've been asked that I, like, a I lot, think, though. Yeah, yeah, like I I just can tell you my off the top of my head, Jinbei uh, pledging his loyalty to Luffy with the socket cup. It's great, it's super good. I actually like the Jinbei and Luffy uh, trading <laughs> blood moment. Okay, you could choose non Jinbei moments just <laughs> no, because Kenji's here. <laughs> I'll, 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 break, I'll, break, I'll break the Jinbei tread that I really liked Gear 4 when it was revealed. Mm, like, there you go. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, also, Zoro versus Pika. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also want to say before we close the book on this person, uh, this person mm-hmm. stuff, info dump chapters are my favorite chapters. So, mm-hmm. that being yeah. said, yeah, I, I, I want people to know that I don't mind info dumps because I think, what was it, Jack in the Box, that chapter we're talking about in... Uh, at the end of Ennius Lobby, uh, the post Ennius Lobby one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we chose to go back and do that manga recap years and years ago, but just because we love that chapter, it's a fun chapter. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, on on that note, I, I would say yes. uh, the, the X marks the spot uh, chapter as an info dump. Oh, yeah. Because that was like, that was like the straw hats being like, okay, this is what we actually have to do. Uh, these, this yeah. is the thing that we need. This is the quest that we need to go on to, um, to reach the end point. And I'm say, so that, that's that my was favorite. kind of, yeah, yeah that, that was kind of, you know, it, even though it do, it's not really like innately emotional, it was a kind of emotion inducing chapter because you feel like, you know, you're, you feel like you're like 75% of the way there now at this point. And it's like at the end is, uh, it has a shape that you can, you can see and grapple with. Um, and so that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, next question from ATLA for Life says, if the battle begins with the next chapter, or if we count this chapter as the beginning of the battle, how do you think Oda will introduce characters like the rest of the Tobi Ropo or the numbers just mid-battle? Hmm. I'm like well, we super curious with, with how this can be structured so. at all. Sorry. So, uh, Alex, go ahead. Yeah. I know, sorry. I must be on a little bit of a delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of did that with the Charlottes a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, don't know. I would say like he still has to show like what Onigashima looks like and like you know kind of set the stage for the the fighting 
uh, on Onigashima. So I feel like that's that's probably when he's going to to cover a lot of that. Um, you know, just sort of like revealing everyone who is in play um, and who these characters are. So I, that's where I would expect to see stuff like that. Um, but he'll probably sprinkle them all throughout if I had to guess. Uh, Mr. Fiendish says, I believe someone on the podcast mentioned a theory about a technology that the Marine Science Division could develop that would negate hockey. Seeing as how all people have hockey, but most do not develop it, wouldn't the implication be that the world government could literally eliminate the will of the people? The implications mm-hmm. are disturbing. Also, any bets on which former warlord will have the highest bounty? Let's go back to that topic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to I, I like Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. say buggy just for that, just yeah. for the hell just, of it. Just for it, yeah. <laughs> and, and do you know what? Yeah. I'm more the thing buggy, is I'm more definitely. curious about the seven warlord bounties than I would be about the emperors because we know they're all insanely high. Okay, but mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's just because I don't know those and I already would, know the emperors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Realistically, think, it would probably it would probably be Weevil because we haven't seen uh, what he does yet. Oh, oh yeah, we've only heard about him and, right. and that he's a complete monster. I feel yeah. like Mihawk has to be high because he like fights on par with Shanks, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's and he's the strongest swordsman on... in the world. <laughs> yeah, but we also don't know. Like, we haven't heard anything about Mihawk's history, which I think is super yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. Did, are they going to bother to give him a bounty if he's just like, all right, I'm just going to get in this little floating coffin and just fuck off to sea <laughs> and just sit there? <laughs> <laughs> to be Denver. fair, yeah. Yeah. The only thing we've farm- like. Oh. Go, go ahead. He just wants to, sorry. He just wants to farm cabbages and peas. Like, he didn't do anything for two yeah, years. He just chilled. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, he's the guy who just chills and sometimes messes up Don Krug, <laughs> which is great. You know, that should be encouraged. <laughs> yeah as far as the hockey stuff i i don't think that that's what's going to turn out to be the case um just because i feel like that's the whole point of hockey is it's like the thing that you can't uh override i i mean i don't know it feels like if there was a thing that could stop hockey that's like a movie you know movie 18 villain has the power to negate hockey and now they have to find a new thing it doesn't seem like something that would appear in the story that's just me but um uh anyways uh, let's see move on uh okay lord nemo 593 says uh, last time i asked you which third commander you liked the most and the least so to follow up from that which of the second commanders of each uh emperor's crew do you like the most and least so that would be Ace, Lucky Roo, Smoothie, Queen, or Shiryu. By the way, my my guess. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys answer, and I'll tell you what his guess would be. Isn't Beckman the number two? No, he's first mate. No, right? Beckman's the oh, yeah, oh, first commander. Yeah, I see. First commander, my mistake. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, Ace is obviously my favorite because he's <laughs> the most developed. Yeah, and, uh, and he, he and like Ace. Is cool enough. <laughs> who, who was it for a Big Mom's crew? Smoothie. Smoothie? Apparently. I, I thought love it'd be Lucky like... Roo, but I have no reason to, but I just love his design. Shut that one guy in the head. Yeah. I shot yeah. that guy in the head. I mean, yeah. he doesn't he, take shit. <laughs> and he eats meat. He does. You know what? I'm going with Lucky Roo. Yeah. Lucky Roo is my number two. <laughs> uh, 
your number two number two? Uh, man, and I don't know, like, Smoothie, I had so much high hopes for Smoothie, but kind of, she didn't really do much in Whole Cake Island. Not enough uh, draft yeah. for you? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff can't Jeffrey get enough Juice. of that. Yeah. Jeffrey Juice. Jeffrey. So, uh, can't get Queen's enough of that wonderful Jeffrey Juice. And also, I did draw, like, Queen as a brontosaurus flying like Dumbo, and it made Zach really laugh one time, so, uh... <laughs> It's true. It still is. Um, uh, but I don't know. Queen uh, is still so, so recent. Let's see. I I should say Ace. Just uh, It's probably Ace. Honestly, I want to say Lucky Rue because I really do love him. Uh, I like Smoothie's design a lot. Um, her power is pretty cool. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I guess it's Ace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that. Lord Nemo's guess was that the majority of the podcast likes Queen the most. Oh, you would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Queen's cool. I just uh, I don't know. Like Ace Ace is basically has has had the he's had more development than Brooke has. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's it's sort of <laughs> like you Ooh, know that's true. That. Damn. Wow. <laughs> that's not good. Hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's correct. It's not a, a true thing. No, it's it's like a it's like a hard truth. That's what. Well, it's because he's it's ace. Like a, That's why I said yeah. it. Uh, hot yeah. take. Not very good. Steven on uh, You should write for one piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Niver says, "Do you think Dragon was in the battle at God Valley since he would have been seventeen at the time, and that whole experience is what inspired him to become a revolutionary?" P.S. Bonus crackpot theories. Rox is Caribou's dad because they have similar hairstyles. And Weevil's real name is Edward D. Weevil. Oh, God, no more Caribou. No. <laughs> he looks like something that would crawl up from your sink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what that was. Um, <laughs> I like the Weevil guy, so he could be Edward Dweevil Zappa. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, that's go the next question. Title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, no, I liked I liked the thing about uh, Dragon. That was kind of an interesting thought. Um it yeah. seems like the kind of thing that Oda could um pull out as a another shocker reveal. I kind of like the idea of maybe Garp's wife being a celestial dragon or a celestial dragon slave maybe and then he was there as like a Ooh. kid and maybe like God Valley is like the Celestial Dragon's vacation area? Because, like, I just don't get why everyone was there, really. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. God Valley. It's their vacation that spot. Yeah. yeah, no, I assumed I assumed that. I don't know why I never said that, but it has. Mm-hmm. Like Pocon- it's like the Poconos, but for Celestial <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> the Catskills. Whichever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, what's next? Uh, let's see. Um, Falcon Gales has a couple things. I, I like the second one since we didn't really talk that much about this. Uh, Corazon slash Rocinante was a, this is theory, uh, was a member of S.W.O.R.D. He was tasked by Sengoku, leader of S.W.O.R.D. at the time, I'm guessing, to go undercover and infiltrate the Doflamingo family like what Drake and Aokiji are doing. Also just wanted to point out the fun comparison you all made to Korra and Drake a couple weeks ago when it is thanks to Korra and a little luck that Drake joined the Marines in the first place. Yep, that's true yep. too. I forgot if we mentioned yeah. that. I'm assuming not if someone's I, reading it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be surprised if either that is revealed to be like that that uh, you know little uh, arrangement that they had was sword uh, back in in the uh, flashback uh, to begin with, or if that that sword is like a an evolution of that idea that it's sort of like this kind of like Dumbledore's army uh, sort of thing with like here's all the the guys that who are really on the good side and they're trying to like form their own little club to do uh you know to to do the real missions that they think need to be done that the bureaucracy of the navy is not allowing them to do mm-hmm. uh, so sorry sword is though like reporting to them because last chapter they did know that kaido and big mom were working together now which is information sword got unless there's two spies from maybe? drake no no i'm assuming they got that from drake um isn't so the- drake part of sword no, that's what I mean. Yes. So Drake yeah, that's is the how one who reported that, that to Kobe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the big question—the yeah. big question—is why were they? I, I mean, the whole thing is they were reporting about Cypherpole like it was an outside kind of thing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So that would imply that either. Well, no, um, it's pretty obvious. Like Cypherpole works for the government. Sword right, is part right, of right. the navy. Yeah. So that, that would imply that either. Yeah, but it sounded like they were suspicious of cypherpole negatively yeah they well, should be like, thinking about it, yeah it, it's mm-hmm. like it would be like the military and the cia or something like they yes they yeah. do work on certain things together but they also have their own organizational goals and priorities and things well i mean yeah, my even, theory it, it, been it's even were, been showed yeah. sorry yeah it's even showed in the past that sakazuki hates cp cp9 and cp0 and all them like he's he is he is untrustworthy of of, right. of that group to as be well, fair, they're like, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that, like, thinking thinking of, you know, Garp turning down the Admiral position because he doesn't want to be a Celestial Dragon lapdog, think of how much it must fume Sakazuki. Like, mm-hmm. he got this big promotion, but turns out it was more than he bargained for in the end. Uh, we Every time we've seen Sakazuki, he's been pretty pissed about, like, the bureaucracy uh, end of it. So Yeah. Uh, to be fair, he's know, always pissed about everything. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, sure he's gone from <laughs> punching kids to punching paper yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh what's next um all right uh rexatar doesn't have a question but just wanted to say thanks a few weeks ago you retweeted ticket links to the german premiere of stampede my depression was pretty high at the time and thanks to your retweet i went to go see it and it really helped feel better it's a great film and i'm looking forward to you all discussing it when it finally gets released stateside that's nice. Awesome. Yeah, I think yeah. that that would have been Adil, right? Who because he's in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So thanks to Ad- yeah, Adil. Mm-hmm. Adil. I always say Adil. Um, yeah. What's next? Uh, oh boy, Prince of Assassins says, "Hey guys, long time no questions. If the Straw Hats sent each other memes in a group chat, which type of memes would each of them generally post?" Mm-hmm. I feel like we got this question before, but it's a good question. I don't remember this. Uh, um. Uh, Robin would send those old uh, minions memes from like Facebook. <laughs> it's like a picture of a minion with like a quote. She'd She's be like, all about those. Oh, hold on. Steve, aren't you older than Robin now? No, uh, not yet. Uh, how old is Robin? Oh, thanks, thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> thanks, no. Is Robin 30 now or just under no, 30? She's, I think she's 29. Because she... Okay. She was 27 thought, before the time skip. I'm looking. No, no, don't tell me that. Did, did <laughs> I thought she went 29 to 31. 
I thought yeah. she was 28 oh. before the time skip. She was 28. She's 30. Oh, so she was 28 to 30. Okay. okay. I'm older than Robin, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, me too. Yeah. Wait, who's the oldest? Brooke. One day we'll yeah. be older than Brooke. <laughs> See, here, here, here's the problem. Here's the problem with reading One Piece, man. These characters are just staying in Neverland, and we just yeah, you know. that's the thing. Oh, that is such a good we went back idea. That's miserable. So when we started, what age? When we started the podcast, what age were we the same as, and what age are we the same as now? Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll look that up for myself for later. Oh, but well, I know. I mean, I know mine. Oh, I was uh, Chopper. I was Chopper would post uh, those um, animojis, like the animal definitely, things, where you, yeah, you record yourself. Things yeah. are horrifying. Wait, what yeah. are they? Uh, uh, is it like is it on, Apple? Uh, yeah, it's only. Apple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you rec- record your face and then they animate it as like a little like pig or a monkey or something like that, or Snapchat just filters. Re- yeah, like yeah, it's, it's it's yeah. similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like Robin so, might do creepy pasta. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Creepypastas, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do, the other, the rest of the crew, I don't know if they would meme very well. Yeah. I I think Luffy wouldn't understand them. I think maybe he would try, but I don't think he. I think he's just fun, funny himself he by like yeah. yeah. He doesn't use his smartphone. Uh, yeah, Nami Nami wouldn't send memes. She would just charge people in Venmo all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't see Zoro using social media to send memes. The girl the, the too busy water. sleeping. Yeah. You would just call Sanji a meme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, let's see. Last one I will read off of Reddit. Uh, this comes from our favorite, uh, Millard Fillmore 13. <laughs> Who says, uh, in chapter 951, Shinobu and Sanji talk about the sky boats the citizens are making for the fire festival. What do you think about the possibility of Frankie modifying these ships to resemble these sky boats and the pirate mink samurai ninja alliance flying to Onigashima? I can see them blending in with these sky boats from the festival and catching Orochi and Kaido off guard that way. I love that. I love it. I still don't like why they wouldn't have like told somehow told the you know the Akazaya samurai about that, but like as a surprise you know reveal that would be pretty awesome mm-hmm. and and very like sort of fantastical in keeping with Oda's uh, style. Yeah. Alex, are you thirty six or you're thirty five <laughs> right now? I'm thirty four. You're thirty four. Oh, so you're Frankie's. I I thought you had a bigger per- okay so you have this you're the same age as frankie before the time skip that's right so give me two years and i'll modify myself <laughs> <laughs> um okay none of us are jim bay's age yet though i don't think any of us here are 44 or 46 um yeah what's next steven uh that's it for reddit okay um ed it's time too Peace the tweez, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, first, first, first one comes from Malicious Hat, who says, "What character would you like Jamie Lee Curtis to voice?" Oh, uh, noted One Piece fan, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, she's 
She posted on Twitter about Stampede. So Stampede. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm sure she's in it. <laughs> I mean, that would be very cool. If we're she's if we're talking it. about recent roles, I I could imagine her doing like um, Otsuru, the tea house lady. She'd probably be pretty oh, good for that. She'd be good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um I like that. Yeah. I feel like she could do like any spunky woman in the series pretty well. Um. Smoothie. Let's see. Mm. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like... Smoothie. <laughs> smoothie, and she's pitching her probiotic smoothies. Or maybe uh, uh ooh, better yet, uh, you. <laughs> Madam Charlie, a fish called Char- a fish mm. called Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that that one's already, that dub's already come out though, unfortunately. I know. I just wanted to figure out. Well, like, that, a, that would be that would be a good one reference. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, that would she would actually be, I think, a good Shirley. Um, yeah, that's yeah. What's next? All right, next next one comes from uh, Peter Jensfeld, who says, "Sorochi is climbing higher and higher on my personal list of villains I hate, closing <laughs> in on Wapple, but has some time left to get to Spandam's level." I know you ranked your best villains a while ago, but which villain is the most despicable? Oh man, Spondum is Spondum yeah. still up there. Like uh, he he was my number one uh, villain. Yeah, Arlong Arlong's still up there. Mm-hmm. Wapal is definitely up there for me. He's such a fucking bastard. Uh, Orochi yeah, is kind of poisoning people, poisoning poor people. Yeah. Orochi's up there, yeah. Orochi's kind of a cockhead too. Like um, uh, Doflamingo loved like mustache twirling villainy. Uh, Doflamingo is such a cartoon. I don't. Uh, I'm such a. I need to. I need to re. <laughs> I need to reread Fishman Island because I feel like I appreciate. No, well, he's just a bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a bad person. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's just bad. bad. He's just See, bad. I'm right. There's nothing else to say there. <laughs> Same for <laughs> Absalom. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> we never have to talk about him again. Um, what's next? Okay. Uh, has anyone here read Black Clover? Yes. No. Okay. Oh, then I can ask this question. Ninety One Ryan says, "If the Straw Hats were in the Black Clover universe, what magic knight group would they join, and what kind of magic would they use?" Oh, I can't do what magic they'd use, but I would just put all the Straw Hats in the. Black Bulls group, because that's, like, where all the main people are, and they're kind of just, like, a whole mix of different people. Mm. Um, I was gonna say, those are the heroes, right? So, yes. that's kind of, <laughs> by default. <laughs> I, I'm not, like, I haven't, I'm not super to do that. Black Clover, so I can't speak on it as much. Sorry, person asking. Um, Ask when Sam's one. on next time. Yeah, yes. Sam, Sam <laughs> reviews it, so. He reviews it, yeah. And he likes it a lot and usually recommends that we watch it. And still, we haven't. I don't know why. Uh, what's next, Ed? Uh, next question comes from your RGB, who says, What if Shanks came to the Gorose to warn them about rocks? He's talking about Chapter 907. And like, he, knew something, he knew something about rocks when he encountered Kaido just before the Marineford War and felt like the Reverie was the right time to tell the Gorose about rocks in uh, Chapter 957. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, there is a the re- there, that is a good question of why Shanks would would go to talk to them. Like, yeah, it could be reason. That is still one of the bigger mysteries at at this point. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I feel like people got so distracted by the fact that like Shanks was just walking in and talking to yeah. the elders that like they didn't you know we never like really focused as much on who is he actually talking about uh, or we just assumed that he like had something oh, yeah. what to did, tell what them did about he even Luffy say? or whatever. Yeah, I don't even Beard. remember what he said. What chapter was he just? That? He, he said like, "Oh, I need to talk to you about a man." Uh, basically, nine oh seven or nine fifty seven. Nine oh seven. I, I, I yeah. have it right here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one comes from Dark King Zorro. Our very own Brian Newton says he just says this fucking cliffhanger. That's all he says. This. One. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Yeah. I knew that all was right. the reason uh, we read his questions. <laughs> oh, it's not like oh, I'm not going to read it. Yeah, Shanks does say there's a pirate I need to talk to you about. What? Mm. Yeah, I, who the, that is that is a that is a killer one. Although he isn't a cloak, so maybe he's snuck in. But no, they said this is the referee. Given your standing, you should have nothing to do with politics. We only arrange this time on your request. Given your standing, is that like saying that Shanks is like a celestial dragon? <laughs> No, 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 I, just I think, think it's I like think mean, if, yeah. if if one of the I biggest know, pirates I know, but of the it world, could yeah. like yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, next one comes from football for you and me. Who says going back to hey, yeah. going back two chapters ago when we last saw Weevil? I'm starting to think Cat Viper succeeded in recruiting Marco, but at the cost of Whitebeard's island being unguarded. What do you think the chances are they succeeded or not? Hmm. Man. I don't know. It's hard to say because they really did seem like Marco was kind of. It, it's it's like I, I yeah. feel two ways, two minds about it because I feel like Marco seemed like he was sort of set with what he was doing, but also like if why why have those characters around in the story if you're not going to use them for something? And so I, I feel like I feel like yeah, he probably will end up being successful in recruiting the you know the former Whitebeard pirates. Mm-hmm. It's hard to right. see where where else they would come back in. I'm just looking at the Shanks panel more. He also, and I don't know if you recall, I'm sure you don't, Stephen, at this point, but he also says, you know, when you say yes, sir, in um, Japanese, is that denoting that, I'm trying to think if it's denoting that like a subordination under them, or if it's just trying to show respect, like just generalized respect. You know, like you would say son or something. What um, what is this? So Shanks responding to the five elders, the five elder says, uh, th- then let's hear what you have to say. Guards. Oh, that's guards. That's the guards. That's the guards. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guards. Way to go. Damn it. Also. Okay. Long. Yeah, damn it. Okay. All right. Next one go comes ahead. from <laughs> from Jack Say, who says I don't think it was ever explained how Shanks got the straw hat. You guys have any theories about how it went from Roger to Shanks? He probably gave it to him. He has it like at this point in the story, like mm-hmm. Roger gave it yeah. to him like while he was still on the ship with him. Yeah. I'm wondering, do you think maybe there's, are they celebrating finding the one piece? Cause they're all drinking. Like it's over. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. No, they're pirates so, and they drink all the time. I think that's yeah. well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think uh, I don't Maybe, know. Like the egg is the could... one piece. <laughs> <laughs> if they that just is pick it, the I egg be... up. 
Wow. What if it is? What if it was in plain sight the whole, not the whole time, but the a lot of the time? I figured it right. out, guys. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> this is the last question. Uh, PDX Anime says, what changes to over the top would you make when Act 2 starts? Do you think any changes will be made, or will the whole opening stay the same for all of Wano? I mean, it's probably not going to stay the same. Like, every other opening, like, recently has changed at least a little bit. Oh, man, I thought you were talking about the movie again, because Zach mentioned it earlier. Oh, yeah. Big Stallone fan? (laughs) If I had it my way, uh, he'd lose the tournament in custody of his child. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. That movie's delightful. (laughs) Uh, So has anybody been watching the anime? Would like to make some changes to the opening? They already have the Yasui thing, like him being tied like, to the pillar. Yeah, for a yeah. while now. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of far far in the future. Anyway, mm-hmm. no, I I, I, I mean, playing with Yuri yeah. and like the courtesan, they might play with that or something. I mean, more, well, more they Saki. always they always do little clips from the upcoming episodes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do they? Yeah, I thought that would have been like, a temporary thing, but looks like like it's uh, okay. like like um, Kaido yeah. like using his dragon breath. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah, I guess they could change some scenes, but they actually made it like ready to go for the first two acts. There are a ton of freaking spoilers in that, like more than usual, even. Um, they they have no. Why is Sanji all dressed up like a ninja? Yeah, that's the second. That's that's act two. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's gonna do it. Uh, why don't we round off? All right. This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 589 for October 6th, 2019. We have trivia coming up. And if you want to win the One Piece Color Wall Compendium 2, Water 7 to to the Paramount War, uh, all you have to do is stump us in trivia. So all you have to do, send in your questions. You don't have to send in the answers with them. Um, If you stump all of us, and none of us could figure out the... Well, I guess I will look up the answer since I will be the one <laughs> asking it. But the rest, if, if no one else can, uh, you know, that's fine. Feel free. You can send in, in the answers to your questions if you'd like, but only do that via email if you send those, not if you send them on Twitter. Um, we are accept- accepting them on all of our social media platforms provided I check those. So I would recommend <laughs> uh, Twitter and email, I think, are the two that I and Discord since uh on the discord channel since those are the ones i see the most um and reddit i guess you could do too if anyone would like to make a reddit thread for the contest they are free to and and then i probably should be the one to do that anyway i'm gonna stop thinking aloud here um let's go around how could the good people contact all of you kendra you want to start Sure, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at sniper of my heart and okay i have a few other podcasts to plug uh mha pod because that's why we're here. Yay. Uh, Haikyuu Pod. And also, I have a Jinbei Twitter, which is just Jin- Jinbei No Context. Sorry, Jinbei No Context. And I just reblog pictures of Jinbei. So, for all the Jinbei fans out there. <laughs> yes. So- Sophie. 
you can find me on Twitter at Choppers Antlers and the podcast is called the My Hero Academia podcast and you can find us at MHA Pod on Twitter and anywhere podcasts are located. <laughs> Thank you, Sophie. Has the sun rose yet? <laughs> no, it's 3 a.m. It's fine. <laughs> um, good and sorry. Uh, Maddie, it's fine. I would find- have hours left till my shift finishes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Oh That's Raspberry, and you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Maddie's Art Club. Uh, Steven, where can people find you? Uh, you may follow me on Twitter at Translatosaurus, and you can read my work uh, every week in the pages of Shonen Jump, translating One Piece and Samurai 8. Um, and uh, as well, if you don't... Um, uh, if you don't, if you don't win our contest for the Color Walk Compendium, you can also go out and buy it uh, anywhere fine book products are sold. And uh, look forward to uh, One Piece Aces story or whatever we're going to call it uh, coming in 2020. And you know what? Even even if you're going to win it, buy it, and then you could always resell it. You know that's fine. Um, I don't know how that works. Um, okay, uh, Alex. Uh, I'm on Twitter, at dude exclamation, all one word. Uh, Weeb Simpsons is my other Twitter account. Uh, check out the backlog for fun shit posts and uh, for upcoming shit posts as well. And listen to Tohoyaro, the Japanese film club podcast that I do with Joey and Scott. Our latest episode is Torasan's Sunrise and Sunset, commemorating the 50th anniversary of the Otokoa Tsurayo series. And stay tuned for our next episode, which will be covering the live-action adaptation of Yatterman. Thank you, Alex. Steve? Uh, you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Steve Yurko is the username, and also listen to me on my other podcasts, like The Deep End and Toon Suite. Um, and Ed. That's everyone, right? Ed, uh, we're, <laughs> we have more people than usual. Ed, how could the good people out there contact us? You're Zach underscore Logan on Twitter. I am Edward E. One Piece. Uh, I'm also at Weeb Trailers. You can check out old anime trailers I put up there. The podcast can be found at OnePiecePodcast.com, Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash OnePiecePodcast. OnePiecePodcast at gmail.com is our email address. OnePiecePodcast is the Skype name. Please support us, Patreon.com slash OnePiecePodcast. You can subscribe on SoundCloud. You can subscribe on uh, Spotify. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Or call us on our phone number, Zach. And the phone number is 347-497-MAJI. MAJI. Oh, and for uh, the record, when Jinbei comes back, I will drunk call you guys and cry about Jinbei. <laughs> all right. Perfect. <laughs> you don't get um, that these days, but people can always call us. Yeah. You can also, ju- you can also just come on the show next time. Yes, Jinbei, so. but I have a weird schedule, so like, if I don't know ahead of time that he's coming. No, you don't get you don't get a <laughs> choice. You have to come on. Yes, I'll just call it sick and be like, sorry, Jinbei needs me. <laughs> I mean, in Canada, I know in the United States, you know, that wouldn't be allowed. But I'm assuming in Canada, you could take a Jinbei day. Um, yeah. A Jin day. A Jin day. I'm feeling blue. Um, I'm feeling blue. Yeah, there you go. I'll write a doctor's note for you. Um, uh, what the hell was I saying? Number is 347-497-MAJI. That number again is 347-497-6254. Call any time. With your questions, with your questions, comments, theories, or why Smoothie Lee Curtis should come on the show. Um, 
Thank you all. It's time for trivia. Um, And in the spirit of the contest, I figure we should kind of do a similar thing. (laughs) And uh, we're going to have you each pick a number between 1 and 958. Um, I'm going to ask you a question about that chapter. First person to get to three will win. I'm going to go in the same order as the manga recap, meaning Maddie goes last. Wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm not in trivia. I'm, I wasn't in manga, so I'm not in trivia. No, you have to be <laughs> in trivia. Breaks. No, that's not them's the breaks. Um, so it's gonna be Ed, Sophie, Kendra, Stephen, Steve, Alex, and Maddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was um, so yeah, all it is yeah, is you it. pick the chapter. You pick the chapter. I I'm gonna on the spot come up with a trivia question. So Ed, pick a number. Okay. Oh, uh, 107. Good good choice, I think. Okay. Uh so the question here is uh please name the members of the Straw Hats who fell asleep either drunk or because they were gluttonous. Oh, or for uh, other reasons. <laughs> everyone but Nami. N- no. And Zoro. No. Okay. To na- you can name the actual characters too, because part of this is also that you know who is in the oh, crew well. at this point. Uh, let's um, see. Uh, Sanji, Usopp, Luffy, and I'm not sure if Zoro drank a lot, because I'm pretty sure this is a whiskey. Who are, I should say initially like passed out. Yeah, I think I still think and Zoro did fall asleep, so there's everybody every, but, but Nami. And Sophie, you want to give it a shot? Um wasn't it everyone but yeah, Zoro and Nami that fell asleep. Kendra, do you want to give it a shot? We have we have the full cast, I'll give you that. It's just who fell asleep and who did not. I don't think she's there. Oh no, Stephen, I'll give you a shot then. Uh, I believe I had that muted. I oh, didn't realize I was happened. talking. No, go ahead, <laughs> Sorry. Kendra. Um, I I was just gonna say I'm gonna pass because I can't think of it. Ah. But oh. yeah, I'm just gonna pass. Sorry, I was, I was like, oh, I'm muted. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I believe it was a uh, Luffy, Nami, Sanji, and Usopp passed out. Yes, that's correct. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Zoro is, you don't see his face. He is, but he's actually awake because he says something. Uh, what is it? The swordsman never lets himself get drunk beyond comprehension or something like that. Um, Nami, you see asleep. And I, but I think she mm, does wake yep. up and rob everyone pretty quickly. Right. Um, yeah. 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 All right. I mean, because of course, Sophie, pick a number between one and nine fifty eight. Uh, 17. Uh, okay. I'm going to be All terrible right. at this. <laughs> She picked a really early one. Mm -hmm. Um, My lucky number. That's a good reason. Okay, so let's say... um, What is a good one here? I'm trying to think of, like, what is an easier but not impossible question. Okay. Um, What the hell is this guy's name? I'm trying to remember... (laughs) It's been a while. Um, the guy on a unicycle. 
<laughs> it doesn't even oh, say his name. The one right. that with the stripy thing that's got half the hair. You know what? I'm just the gonna French ask. Man. What's his name? Yeah, that is because oh. I don't remember, and I'm gonna look for it here. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. No, I found it. Oh, I'm sorry that I didn't remember the guy on the unicycle's name. Uh, <laughs> Sophie. Did, but it, I, I got it now. What's his name? Oh, I just call him the French swordsman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kendra. Cabbage. Yes. Right? yes. Yeah. Well done. Uh, I hope you know because of uh, Scarlet on Twitter. Because he's related oh, yeah, to his yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Who's next? Kendra's next. Pick a number. Oh, um, Has anyone done 42 yet? Because it's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. That's why I hear it. I, I, um, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, no, I don't think they have. Uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, 42. We are in volume 5. Um, so, oh, that's a good one. Uh, okay. Okay, name the amount of fl different flags drawn in this chapter... Who drew them, and what was on them? Oh, <laughs> I think I think this is when they were trying out straw hat flags. Mm -hmm. So I would say um, th three. So Usopp drew one, and it was like more reference to him. Luffy drew a really bad one, and then they Usopp drew the final one. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nice. Uh, Very well done. No, I wasn't sure. I thought 42 might have been the Gaimon chapter. I wasn't sure, but mm, it's it was around that. Mm. It's a, I think that was before that. I'm not sure. Good. So the current score is Kendra has two, Steven has one. Steven, your turn. All right. RNG says 101, the Dalmatian number. Mm. Orangey? Okay, whatever. Uh, our orange uh, random number generator. Yeah. Uh, RNG. Oh, that's <laughs> orangey. Orangina. Yeah, I also I thought. thought it was wow. <laughs> Ooh, should I be a real asshole? Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. This, this is probably pff, this is probably a pretty easy question. Um, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, what cardinal direction? Is Reverse Mountain from Rogue from Rogue Town Logtown? Uh, um, I gonna... believe that it is. Oof. Is it east of Logtown? No. Um, Steve. I don't even remember the question. <laughs> what cardinal direction? <laughs> Is Reverse Mountain from Logtown? Oh, if you, there's like I, a way to get this pretty easily, and that's all I'll say. Like, but. like, are we talking like, you know, just north, south, east, west, or like, like northwest, southwest? That one, the second one. Okay, uh, I am gonna say I'm not gonna make you do north, 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 northwest, or south, southwest, <laughs> or east, longitude, east, northeast, or long, longitude, yeah. attitude. Latitude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want the say, specific. I'm going to say Southwest. Correct. Good job, yeah. Steve. 
Um, the way you could figure it out is because it was in the east blue. So what direction would they have to go to get to the center? Um, also, I just remember the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go up. Yeah. <laughs> go up, stupid. Um, <laughs> is it bad that I was like, oh, yeah, right, north. Um, I might be Zoro. <laughs> uh, Steve, pick one. Chapter number? Yeah, num- uh, yeah, any number between 1 and 958. Let's go with... Chapter 157. I like that you guys are picking like early ones because I forget a lot about a lot of these. So it makes the it also makes it easier to pick a question because you're going to forget it. Um, Okay. Let's do. Oh, I love this chapter. Um, Okay. We are introduced to an animal. uh, Specifically the sea cat. Uh, who is a sea monster whose territory is the coast of Sandy Island. What piece of jewelry is the sea cat wearing? Okay. Uh, first of all, does not answer my question earlier in this podcast. Alabast is on Sandy Island. It does. <laughs> wow. It does. I, you know, I love how things come first full circle. So, Steve, what, what piece of jewelry what? does the sea cat wear? Whew. You know what? I'm torn between two things, but I'm going to say an earring. Correct. Uh, yep. Bonus point. Uh, well, no, it's, it's a 50 No, no, no. Well, 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 just no, 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 no. Just <laughs> no bonus. What ear? <laughs> what ear, I was going to say. I mean, you could guess, but I'm not going to give you a point. I'm going to say Because it is left. a 50-50. That's true. It left. is the left. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, Alex, pick a number. Uh, you guys are doing very well. Yeah. Um, I think these are hard questions, personally. Um, Okay. Uh, You guys are picking, like, some of the best. By the way, that last chapter is the one where the X on the arm, where they draw, you know, they do the thing in the middle. Um, These have all been great chapters you picked. Yeah. Um, Okay. This one also has some great stuff. (sighs) How much of an asshole should I be here? Oh, God. Go I could be a real asshole here. Well, I'd um, be a real asshole. I can take it. Okay. I don't it think you can. It only hurts when you clench. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> in this chapter, Robin is, quote-unquote, deciphering a poneglyph. Poneglyph. Um, uh, what? Okay. Uh Okay, I'll make it slightly easier. I'm not gonna like ask you to pick. Oh God! Now I know what chapter. No, I'm gonna this make is. it. Yeah, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it slightly easier because I could pick some really crazy shit. Um, how does how in at least the Viz translations are the years described? Meaning, you know, you would say A.D. B.C. What are the years called as far as Robin is concerned here? Oh God. Jesus. Uh, and I was going to ask you what she was describing, which, to be fair, are fake things, if you recall. Um, but. You no, know, I know, like the, oh, the year of, uh, you know, King Blobby Blue or King Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck. I don't know, man. Fuck. Uh, the year That's of. a hard one. Uh, what? Wait, so you want me to, like, how they're described, like, 
like yeah like, like AD or bc like basically there's not an initial but like anno domini and you know like basically like how how the one piece describes its year how what the one piece world describes its years is revealed here technically. Oh, uh yeah. after the blank century no uh Madden. that's what it should be yeah it should but it isn't i wasn't listening <laughs> Ed. Yeah, explain but whatever story. it is, if Alex no, didn't no. get it, I'm sure I can't. Um, it's basically how are the One Piece years described? Like, what's the what's the uh, descriptor since, for them? Is it since the founding of the world government? <laughs> Remember, oh, these are like, like AD or BC or something. Kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. This is uh, this is a really difficult one. Yeah, Maddie can wrong? still try it. If yeah, you were. Okay. What did you say again? It was oh the the year of the government. Since the world like government was founded. Yeah. No, now, just from uh, the big hit here is it was written by the enemies of the world government, probably. <laughs> probably. Is it so it's definitely not that. Yeah. Pirates. <laughs> Sophie, <laughs> do you want to give it a shot? Um, what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> how are how are the years in one piece described as per robin in this chapter 203 oh yeah no i zoned out because there's no way i'll know that sorry uh, kendra <laughs> i try to think like before the collapse and after the collapse or something like before they fall the ancient kingdom Nah, it's a really hard one steven mm -hmm. not gonna yeah lie. so the um if i'm if i'm recalling correctly the actual answer should be that it's like the age of the sea or the something year of the sea. But I believe Viz just translated the word or like just, just wrote out the, the Japanese word literally. So I think it's a, it's like Kai or Kai. Uh, oh yeah. Something like that. Mm. Yeah. So how would you, you're so you're almost <laughs> there. So how would you translate that? I'm gonna give it to you, Stephen. Because how would I, I translate? Anyone else is <laughs> I, I, I just like said it, it should be the year of the sea. Oh, okay. Uh, or so the no, I'm saying like I was. I was trying to help you extrapolate what Viz was wrote. Yeah, um, it was like Cayenne era or something like that. So, so yeah, the exact Kyan translation is year of heaven, which makes sense uh -huh. given Kai heaven, Kai right? is Kai mm -hmm. is a like a. I mean, isn't Kai also used as like? I have to a, look uh, this up now. I just can't yeah. stop thinking of One Piece Kai. Yeah. That was a really hard one. So yeah. I think Steven like, won this week, then, right? I'm gonna give that one to no. It's he's not done yet. That it's two oh. to two to two. Kendra has no, two. Steven oh, has two. Yeah. Steve has two. I thought he already had two before that. Okay. Nope. Nope. Not according to my scorecard. Um. Okay, Maddie, you're next. Pick a number. <laughs> I messed up. Uh, four hundred and forty-two. Okay, four forty-two. All right, let's see what we got here. Um, what does the barrel in the middle of the sea say? <laughs> it does not contain this. Also, they should not have opened it. Oh, yeah. Uh, booze? No. Ed? Uh, so for the sea god. Did it? Um... Wait, it's, it first says. Um, I like how Zach asks his questions. He doesn't. No, know no, no. Because, because it, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little complicated because it is in kanji and it like has several different meanings. 
Um, I could, I'll give it to you, Ed. Um, what if I could guess? Says, I think I know what it, I think I could say. Is it God booze? God's booze or something? Or booze for the gussy god? No, you guys are thinking of what uh, Zoro thought it was. It does not say uh. booze. Zoro thought it was booze. Zoro can't read. <laughs> oh, Zoro yeah. can't read. Yeah. yeah. No, Zoro said, I bet it's booze. Let's drink it. Uh, what I it just says, said it was for the sea god. Yeah. I, I mean, so I mean. It, it does say, um, so I think it's kanji. So I think that's one of the potential translations because the way it's written, it says, they say, look, it says treasure on it. Um, but the way it's written is that treasure offering just means an offering to God or a treasure offering to the sea God. So I am going to give that to Ed, I think reasonably okay. there. Um, so Ed, pick a number. It's, it's your turn. Uh, by the way, the oh, score at the okay. end of that round is Ed has one, Kendra has two, Steven has two, Steve has two. I'll Go take ahead. 230. 30. Um, oh God. Uh, here we go. Oh, okay. I thought this was going to be harder. Um, you know what? I'm going to keep up with this. <laughs> um, right. and, and there's a way you could get this. Uh, which cardinal direction do you have to travel from Jaya to get to the knock-up stream? Uh, south? That's correct. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You guys it's know why that. Why else would you There you south? go. <laughs> there you go. Um, I thought that was a good extrapolating question. You have to know a few <laughs> different things to get there. Uh, Sophie. Now Ed is tied with the other people we have too. Mm -hmm. Sophie. Uh, 717. By the way, this is an exciting game. That's why it's taking mm -hmm. a while. Because everyone is doing well. Um, alright, 717. Oh, we are here. Um. Oh, we are here. <laughs> you'll see why. An exciting uh, chapter. I mean, it is, but I guess. Uh, They've done a lot of Dress Rosa chapters. <laughs> there are a lot of these. Um, what is a good... Is there a good... Oh! Here we are finally... Uh, we finally see Vice Admiral Bastille in his, in his glory. What is his epithet? Oh. <sighs> I'm doing so badly. I know no answers for anything. <laughs> no, these are um, hard questions, I think, this week. Is he the angry man with the grate in front of his face? Yes. Yes. I didn't know he was angry, but I guess they're all angry. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't angry. I just saw a He does have a face. <laughs> crushes his head at one point. He definitely mm. does. I'm going to give you a few seconds here. Oh no, I'm out. <laughs> oh, Kendra. Um, for the win. The, oh my god. What was his name? What was his name again? Do we have like uh, his just name is Vice Bastille. Admiral Bastille. What is his epithet? Bastille. Bastille. It comes before the killer. Then, but it doesn't matter. Still the killer. No, Stephen for the <laughs> win. Uh, I can't remember if this is his epithet or if it was the name of his weapon, but I want to say Shark Slicer. Correct. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Steven. Sure, I was going to say Shark Blade, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, cool. That's it. Steven's our winner. Woo. Get to Taiyaki. Wow. Good game. Mm -hmm. Good game. Um, that oh. was. I, I thought that was a tough and fun one. Um, yeah, so Stump Us, 
Uh, I mean, we definitely we you've seen how easy that, that was. <laughs> no, we, to be fair, none of us, none of those questions stumped you. I mean, I don't know how hard those questions are going to be compared to the ones we get, but uh, you know, you guys got you guys got all of those at the end of the day. Uh, Groupthink, you know, is helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, that's going to do it. Next week, we will be back with the One Piece podcast with a recap of Volumes 94, which I think Shannon Strucci will actually be joining us for. Uh, she said she was interested in okay. coming, so there you go. Oh, cool. Um, so we will be going through that with Steven. We're going to be going through the SBSs. Those are always extremely fun episodes. Uh, so make sure you join us. Plus, Maddie's art is in it. So there you go. Uh, so we'll see you then, everyone. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. My name is Steve. My name is Alex. We'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.